Hey, folks. Sorry about last week. Sorry. Sorry about this week. Yeah. If you're poo-poo sensitive. <laughs> you let out. <laughs> I'm not saying... Look, I'm going to stop you right there in the intro for those who might not... It's not poo-poo centric, and I'm not saying I have a... like. It's not like it's a, an issue for me. Mm-hmm. I just think like, okay, one, two, three poop stories at best. <laughs> Six, seven, eight, nine, no, ten, no. eleven, I mean, twelve. No, no, at least mine have given birth to some of our best characters. Mm-hmm. The girl shits in her, in, her, in, her, in her fucking mountain clothes. I always forget what these things are called. Overalls. <laughs> mountain no, clothes. No, from now on. <laughs> mountain overalls are mountain clothes. <laughs> She, shit, she shits in her mountain clothes. The guy pops out. This bitch just shit in her pants. This bitch shit herself. So it, that's what I'm saying. At least it gave birth to that. But I'm also saying like, like tonight's, yeah, there's just a lot. There's, there's good doo-doo stories and then there's just using doo-doo when it doesn't need to be used for comedy. That's what I'm saying. People well, have good doo-doo stories. Well, you know, it, it only happened because somehow or another we talked about Chuck Berry and then I just told you a little, little. A little something I didn't know. Something you didn't know about Chuck Berry. The more you know. Or the less you know would have been better in this case, if I'm being honest. The less I I could have stayed knowing what I've already known. Yeah. Well, you know, as far as this episode goes, I cannot believe how fucking chatty our new in our in guest studios were. <laughs> we had to like fucking t- tell them to take that shit outside. You guys are talking way too much. It's, it's just the it's the curse of the intern. They want to press that uh, button and they want to get their voice out there. And sometimes yeah. you have to remind them you got to cut your teeth in the industry. <laughs> Well, you don't just get on the radio and get 49 Instagram followers <laughs> like, by like, like that yeah. in almost a year. <laughs> <laughs> to those 49, that is in no way. And whoever bought a deal, a thank you. Oh, we'll get it. You'll hear about that on the pod. A quick intro to the intro. Someone is spending money yeah. at AdamandEve.com and using the promo code TPTO pod at gmail.com at checkout and at gmail.com. <laughs> Uh, uh, no, uh, Superfan Burke and uh, non-listener Sean <laughs> did chime in momentarily, uh, but they both adhered to the... Primary, pri- hey, as a producer, his, yeah. he was flawless. Looked up information they, as needed, uh, provided... They both saw <laughs> the on-air sign, and mm-hmm. they they uh, respected it. They did. They did. Unless asked unless asked to speak. Mm-hmm. So that was, uh, that was something. Yes. Yes. We did have the movie Mars Attacks on in the background of this episode, although I don't think we spent more than maybe seven minutes talking about Mars Attacks, and that's that's being all it generous. really spawned was a a little bit of taste of Sarah Jessica Parker, not literally, and that Martin Short was coming to Atlanta. Jack Nicholson as president. Yeah, Natalie Portman, which we kind of touched on, and then we <clears throat> quit talking about. She's hot. Which is kind of how I feel about her in general. Like, sometimes I'm like, oh, she's hot. And then sometimes I'm like, eh, she's not really that hot. She's not really that hot. <laughs> she's kind of... What if I... It's like the, the creepiest thing. Someone, I've, I've liked Natalie Portman since The Professional. <laughs> when she's that little kid. When she's like 12 and Gerard. I almost said <laughs> well, Depardieu. Well, <laughs> that was not The Professional. Yeah, no, they I should know. reshoot The Professional with Gerard Depardieu. No, I, <laughs> no, I like the idea of you, of you, you being that guy. And then I can be like... Well, have you seen Thor Birch and Hocus Pocus? <laughs> no, but I've seen American Beauty. No, 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 no. You know how Natalie Portman was hot at 12 in The Professional? <laughs> well, Thor Birch and Hocus Pocus. 
a whole different yeah it's, it's, let's stop we've we've done doo-doo and now we're dangerously close <laughs> to something far worse well anyways this was an episode it was an episode and we can call we can say that much Thank you to superfan Matt in Perth for writing in. We do want all the things you mentioned. Everything you said. <laughs> I've never tasted Vegemite. I'd love to try it. He said something else, too, in the email. Tit-tat or tot-tot? I don't I know. Remember. I'll go back if, and look. Matt, if you need a mailing address and are willing to send some shit this way, you know, we will eat clock spiders, <laughs> Vegemite. Vegemite. Jim Beam in a can. Alligator. I've had alligator. That's not a... It would be crocodile if it was down under. That too. Snakes. Any any of your other nuclear fallout. Scorpions. Yeah. The breast milk from, from women. The kept feeder in milk. A cave. Yeah, the feeder feeder milk. milk. Yeah. Anywho, thank you for listening. <laughs> to, or about to hopefully make it through episode 36. It was... 36, uh, man. 36. Three dozen. Yeah, that's true. I didn't think of it that way. No, oh, oh, no otters tonight. By the way, we went ham. We had two. We did. We had other people involved. We had hot wings, which Brent has officially said I have mastered on the third try. You did good. And now it was just did good. It's dropped a bit, but they were pretty good. And wings. <laughs> we had some. We had some DiGiorno's thin crust. Yeah. Checkers fries. We went full fatty tonight. I worked out, burned eight hundred calories in anticipation. It was of very refreshing when you texted like, "I'm thinking we do pizza and wings." I'm like. I, I just had this holy fuck moment looking at my phone. Like, <laughs> oh, thank God we don't have to argue over what kind of salad to eat. <laughs> like I've ever shut up. Man. <laughs> just because I'm eating it. Not what I said before. It's like when it's like when Kristen's on a health kick and we have to argue over the fact that you're constantly bringing home garbage. And it's like, listen, I go light most days of the week, so at meal time at night, I want to eat whatever the fuck I want to eat. And you're like, well, can't we do like some vegetables? I'm like, fuck vegetables. Let's get McDonald's. <laughs> Well, you mentioned last week that it's like pod night. It's the only night I drink beer. Well, that's, if, we're, if we're during the week and I eat like shit, it's not and I felt true. I felt bad, so I was like, let's just eat like shit. I do, drink but I did. Beer. I went and put in a lot of work this this afternoon to yeah. try to counterbalance that shit. So you'll be back at, back to zero. Nah, I probably you're over. No, nah, I'm probably like a thousand now, because <laughs> that meal was definitely like fifteen. I don't. I don't think about calories when I eat. I don't either, but I can just know what I ate. I know a pretty good approximation. Let's. We're not. Let's not get into our dietary. I'll say this. Thank you for. Thank you. Go ahead. Finish and wrap it up. The chicken wings, were outstanding. They've upgraded. I'd put them against the wing ranch as far as what they do. Like, because the thing about the wing ranch, they're not always that crispy. Yeah. And these tonight, like. It was like it was like eating a handful of potato chips every time you bit into one. Yeah, as far I as the crunch you got. So, <laughs> anyways, this is episode thirty-six. We don't talk about Mars attacks. We do Not talk about uh, bowel attacks. So enjoy that. <laughs> WFUCK the band. <laughs> Holla. Holla. Sunday, 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 Sunday. Head on over to AdamandEve.com for your dildo deal and your butthole pleasures. Enter promo code DPTOPOD at checkout. Receive 50% off any one item. What else do you get? You get three free adult DVDs. <laughs> as well as one free mystery gift. How much is shipping? Shipping is free. Get out of here. AdamandEve.com, promo code DPTOPOD. <laughs>
press the play button. It's already, we've already started. Lovely. What a night. Oh, what a night. Ding, ding, ding. Sorry. I know you have lots of, lots of tales. I don't know if it's lots. It's just been a, a, an interesting week. Yeah. It certainly was interesting since we potted last for me, too. I don't know if it's a full, I don't know if that's an interesting week, but uh, Monster had a stroke. Oh, was, yes. That was an interesting. How did you know he had a stroke? Have you seen the movie Identity with uh, John Cusack and Ray Liotta? It's really bad. And Amanda, and it, it's everybody, you, it's like nine people at a motel, and they all start dying one by one, and they're trying to figure out who done it. And then you eventually figure out that they're all personalities right. inside the big bald dude's head, and his, his eyes go everywhere. That's how we knew Monster had a stroke, because his eyes were going all over the place. So you, did you go and have that verified? By yeah, we went to the vet. The right side of his face oh, is is, well. is in paralysis. It's all droopy. So like now when he eats or drinks anything, everything just rolls out of the right side of his mouth, and he's constantly chasing it. He's like the grandfather from Legends of the Fall. Scroll, scroll. But when I looked, when I was looking at him, I was like, he didn't have a stroke. And then I looked at him, and his eyes are just moving all over the place, like that that bald dude from he's from Deadwood too. And, uh, oh, you put it on the trailer. That's did what, I? Yeah. I was wondering, not only did I put it on the trailer, but it's on, like, uh, it looks like it's, we're watching the VHS tape. Well, that's the cool thing about Voodoo. When you watch trailers, they show you the trailer as you would have seen it when it was a new film. Nice. So, so how do I go back? I guess I return. Yeah. I'm getting, I'm just now getting used to stealing this from you, so. What I don't want to play the trailer. I don't understand why it's only saying play trailer. Are you not logged in or something? Uh, I mean, it's your movie. It says you own this in HDX, so yeah. clearly, mine the, uh, maybe I should try it at the watch list. Is this about to become a voodoo tutorial? Uh, it looks like it. Is he's going to start from, let's yeah, start over. over. It's weird that it said play trailer. A lot of guests just came in the room all at one time. We've got, uh, but anyways, when I would look at Monster, his eyes would just be darting all over the place, and like anything sort of tragic, you try and find the humor in it. And so to get a laugh out of Kristen, because she was kind of upset, I was looking at him. I said, all right, let me talk to John Cusack. <laughs> all right, I'm done good. with you. Let me talk to Ray Liotta. <laughs> and he's just sitting there with his mouth hanging funny and his eyes darting everywhere. And I was like, all right, I'll take him to the vet. And they said, yes, he, he did, in fact, have a stroke and he probably had some sort of infection. Great way to lead out the show. They gave him some pills and he's fine now, other than walking a little funny. He kind of hooks to the right when he walks now. He's kind of, he's kind of like a bad grocery cart. I had this really good stroke joke I was going to use around hour two as well. Now I just feel bad about it. <laughs> he's you kind know? of like a broken grocery cart. He's constantly correcting, but he's fine. The wheel. Yeah, he's got one bad wheel, so he wants to pull right, so he's having to overcompensate to go left. But you, you had much more than that out of the story. I do? Yeah, you, Adelaide. Mm. Her... That was what the real burgeoning of the story was. Oh, yeah, that was the funny part. Trying to explain to a four-year-old what a stroke is, <laughs> it got it got flipped when I got home. She said, poor monster, he's sick because he lost a bone and his brain fell out. <laughs> Which was funny the one time, but that, then that continued because like at some point we were on the phone or FaceTiming with one of the grandmothers, and she's like, monster's sick, his brain fell out. Oh, shit. And grandmother's like, what? <laughs> it's like lots of brain. Our pets' heads off. are falling off. <laughs> uh, so tonight, to get us successfully out of the horror month, we are doing Mars Attacks. Yeah, what year is this made? We're doing. A, I'm going to say ninety 
two. I'm, I'm feeling like a 95. Yeah, I'll look. Well, Let's go to the producer over here. We got a new. Don't say anything. Just look it up. <laughs> oh, yeah, good call. Good call. You're going to be our, you're going to be the man in the in We the, can at least box. present who our new producer is behind the glass over here. That's how big this show is getting, folks. We didn't actually get a studio. Oh, we yeah. just built a wall yeah, yeah. of we, cellophane. We, we took our around, first around our producer. <laughs> we took our first uh, round of uh, of cash from Adam and Eve. <laughs> And put it back into the show. Which, by the way, for those who don't know what he's referencing right there, we got paid. Someone used the TPTO pod. Yeah. We don't want to know who you are. We kind of do. Email us if it was you. <laughs> and we made a little money after yeah. it was all said and done. <laughs> was it the producer? Oh, I thought, wouldn't that be something? Yeah. No, tech, basically, if we didn't have to pay uh, BPH his management fee, we would have just enough money to pay for one month of uh, feed hosting on SoundCloud. Yeah, what was the final total? We, our cut was. Uh, I think we're. I think we're going to see fifteen dollars and fifty cents, which ain't bad. And then we split that. We split. Well, so, Banks gets ten off the top. Yeah, BPH gets his. He limit. said. He said we could send him his dollar fifty whenever it's convenient. <laughs> And then you and I will both get seven and seven, and then we'll have to put that right back into the show for the yeah, uh, the hosting. Unless you want to splurge and buy a boat. <laughs> Wait, pause since we've stepped out for food. Awesome. Yeah. Unexpected pauses <laughs> to see if anybody even notices the breaks. Did we mention we're doing Mars Attacks? Uh, I think. Yeah, I did. I think more or less. This is we a great because we are still waiting for an answer from this first great producer yeah. about what year. Oh. 96. 96. 96. I was closer. If so, you know, so it's price, price is right. You know, yeah. I'm going to the showcase showdown. <laughs> you can, you can, uh, you got $14 to play with. Cole, see, what Cole Cuts does. He meets a new guest. Just, but you know what the good thing is? It takes it off of you. Yeah. I had a thought. <laughs> what if we did, what if we only did Tim Burton movies for the month of November? Because, <laughs> like, we've talked about how the first Batman is the best Batman. It is the best Batman. And seeing Jack Nicholson. Big Fish. Big Fish would have to be in there because Tim Burton's made some real turds, but I actually enjoyed Big Fish. Big Fish. Uh, Batman 2. <laughs> no. With Danny DeVito. No, and I was going to say, even even with Danny DeVito, it'd be, it'd be hard pressed. By the way, did you see the, the ending of part two of the I Eagles started Super Bowl? it, but it was such a shit show at work. I didn't have to. Because yeah, I, usually, no, I yeah. usually will watch the episode while I'm eating lunch because wow. I usually take about 30 minutes to eat. Yeah. And this week it was like an eat and work kind of work week. Well, it's our producer, Brian Burke's fake. Great night because I have them all recorded. It's just going to be a marathon. Hey, cold cuts. Shame. This is, this is, we welcome the guests. Don't lick them. You're, yeah, you're in violation of the Me Too movement right now. <laughs> <laughs> Any gender. <laughs> me Too. Get off me, dog. Son of a bitch. It's, I forget, I mean, I, I rewatched this for the first time, I want to say maybe a month ago, whenever mm -hmm. I got it on Voodoo. And I completely forgot that Natalie Portman was in it. It's, it's absolutely like the most loaded film. Yeah. She's one of those actresses where sometimes I can't decide if I like her or not. Yeah, she really is. I like, I like Glenn Close less, I'll say that. before I. You know Glenn Close was in Hook? So Glenn Close was in the movie Hook. Did yeah. you know that? Yeah, of course. She's the... Well, the, the yeah, she's the boo box. box. Yeah. The boo box. Bring the Who boo doubted box. me? <laughs> Who doubted me? You. And he makes his way all the way to this <laughs> tiny little bearded pirate. And every time I watch that movie with someone that doesn't know, I'm like, you know that's going close. I'm like, 
the actress? <laughs> yeah, she just wanted to be in the movie, so she chose to be the Boo Box pirate. I honestly think she was, I don't think she wanted to be in the movie. I think it's one of those things where she was just on the set. She was shooting at 2A, they were at 1B. Yeah. And she was seeing like, oh, this is, it's Spielberg, it's got, it's Peter Pan. She probably just said, can I just do it something? And classic, classic quote, I mean, all my buddies in high school used to do it like, ooh, her moment, like, no. I did. I did. I did. <laughs> the boo box. No. I... <laughs> that was one of those movies I would put on when I go to bed. Yeah. Well, we've talked about like movies, like Goodfellas. That was one I would put on and go to bed too. Uh, but Hook was definitely up there just because Rufio. And now the Atlanta United have a player that looks just like Rufio. Really? Yeah. Joseph Martinez. You love sports. What so. is this? <laughs> Football. Is Only this... assholes call it soccer, bro. Is this the one with the black and white diamond ball they kick around? Is it, is it an octagonal ball? Sure. Well, our produ- it's so sad that our producer can't have a voice in this because he used to play so much of that game. So much of uh, the, the white. Is it? Are those the shapes on the soccer ball? And again, just your hands, no words. Is that an octagonal? Or is that five sided? Oct-, oct would be eight. I yeah, think oct would be six. eight. Is it six. I think they're six sided. Exactly. What is that? A sexagon? Is it? So it's a sexagon ball. I don't even think sexagon is a. I don't, I don't think it's how I ran with it because what? I don't think sexagon's a term. <laughs> I think sexagon is probably more likely the title of a porno. <laughs> no, it's, more, it's like a mythic fa- five, five-sided. He came back with five. Five. No, it, it, it would be like, say it, say it again. No, that's a pentagon. The baby screaming got me. What, the sexagon. Sexagon sounds like something. You know, there's like genres of fantasy sci-fi fiction that they blend with pornography, right? Yeah. Right? yeah. Like the books you used to see when you were a kid and you'd go into Kroger. What, is, what are you talking about? Prawn? What are you talking about? Prawn? <laughs> Is that a name of one of these? Or the shrimp? <laughs> no. No, prawn is in P-R-O-N. P-R-O. You said porn, and I'm just playing dumb. What are you talking oh, about? Oh, prawn. prawn. Prawn? What is this? Do you see, uh, I get? meant to email this to you. Something like 25% of the internet wastage now is all you porn, t- porn, what's the free service we've talked about? You porn or Pornhub? Spank bang. I think they said it was on Vice News and it was Pornhub. But 25% of the world's activity at one point reached strictly Pornhub. Like one time in the world, and all the internet usage, everywhere they're using, 25% of those people are like, yes, yes. Every language, every... I I love when you hear news stories about like someone... Someone like getting an email that says we have video of you, you know, jerking off to whatever kind of porn and we can splice it with what you were watching because we hacked your phone. Send us a thousand dollars or we'll send it to your family. Like I you hear about those stories. And I mean, have you seen my podcast? They're probably all bullshit. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like even Snopes doesn't know if this is real. But like I've always had in the back of my mind, like, go ahead. Like I, yeah, funny fucking story. Could you uh, tell you what? Before you send it, can you say, put "Merry Christmas" on it. They'll think it's a Christmas card. <laughs> They'll get it. Trust me. Send yeah. that. Yeah, send that. Yeah, please. By all means, you you can't you can't threaten me with that. I don't know why this came to my head, but my story. I want to get it out now because I got a feeling I might lose it. Yeah. Is that the gym? Wednesday. Oh, yeah, you said you had a gym tail. I had a gym tail. You know, I joined the fancy gym. It's not really tails from the gym. <laughs> <laughs> The intro to Tales of the Crypt was the coolest intro. It was like the yeah. like a roller coaster turning. Anyway, yeah, he pops out of the box. Don't know where it's I, not I Halloween came. anymore, but we can still do Tales <laughs> from the Gym. Well, this one was good because I knew this one was gonna be good because I, I didn't know how funny it would be, and I read it by Leah. She's like my funny gauge. Because if it's not funny, she's not gonna laugh at, it. and she's not even gonna give you the courtesy like, <laughs> yeah, 
So she can gauge humor, but not noise. <laughs> that is her weakness. <laughs> and yet her strength, you know? It's a weird times. What are you talking about? I'm being really quiet. So I've made a lot of big moves at this gym now. I'm, I'm showering there. It's a big, big move for me. You're shaving your balls there, too? Just because I, when I did the tour, I got kind of like... A yeah. stigma, because mm-hmm. he was just well over here is the journals, and over here we got the, and there's some couple dicks from over here. Hey, Bob, and uh, just schlong. And I was like, you know, like I get it. If you'll notice, Randy here, his left <laughs> testicle hangs slightly lower than the right. That's what it felt like. It's it was- an easy way to tie him apart from his twin. <laughs> his twin has a mole on his left. Butt cheek, <laughs> if you happen to see them from the back, we call this. Mr. Skin Tags, just avoid that altogether. <laughs> you might want to enjoy the executive lounge for an extra $50. Anywho, it was just a lot of dick and balls <laughs> when I walked in through there originally. And then I, know, I told you I noticed that, hey, I'm all for hot tubs, mm-hmm. but I just feel like as grown men, just throw on some trunks and get in the hot tub. It's yeah. just as relaxing. You don't need to have your balls dangling to the top of the water surface. And they're old. Like I, It's just old dudes in a hot tub. But anyways... All that being said, I just said, fuck it. I want to start a showering there. No big deal. It's been all right. In a bathing suit? No. <laughs> that would look ridiculous. Here comes bathing suit. Yeah, a, new tour, <laughs> a newer tour comes through. This is Austin. He has special needs. <laughs> okay, um, can we stop you right there? Because you don't know where this story's going. And I, that's where we're going. You just you kind of hit the buzzword with special needs there. But I come out of the shower, and I'm walking. And this guy's walking too close to be two guys that don't know each other in the club that don't have like a conversation going. There's nothing between us. And he's just still too close. Mm. And he's wearing a towel, I'm wearing a towel, and he's going <laughs> And I was like, okay. I thought he might have headphones in. There's a little, uh, no, I looked at him and he looked. I couldn't tell you if it was, if he looked what quote unquote special. He just looked mm. kind of normal. Yeah. And then he did it again. <laughs> And I was like, okay, it's got to be something on the spectrum. I'm not maybe Asperger's, maybe something autism. Maybe this is Tourette's. I, b- uh, I believe my friends in back in the day would call it a touch of the D. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, again, I wasn't making any speculations, but he didn't do it, and it just turns out it was like Larry David moment. We turned the same corner to go to the same side of the locker room, and he's got the locker right next to mine. Mm. So there was no getting away from it. But then it had stopped, so I was like, maybe it is Tourette's. So I go over there and I strip down, drop the towel, I'm butt naked. I mean, like, as soon as the towel hit the floor. <laughs> and I was just like, oh. <laughs> For some the reason. Water, the warm water lengthened me up a little bit. Come on, man. Give me a break. And then he just. <laughs> and then he didn't do it again until I left. So I was like, that fucker. Was he laughing at me? Because you don't know. It's like, yeah. uh, is that really autism? You're just laughing at people. <laughs> it was very awkward. Do they do they let people with Down syndrome just have a membership, or is that a? <laughs> well, there's two there. One, I don't think it's Downs, but uh, Banks BPH hit me up on a text message here. That's a rarity. Just now? Yeah. Should we call him? Eh. We haven't called him in a while, and we could get it maybe an update. No, I don't think we should. <laughs> Who we have there? Just <laughs> mm. so thinking. Just got off work and thought of you. We should call him because <laughs> because I recently responded to his email about the inquiry from, from Helium, and I don't know if he's heard anything from them or not. And Helium is the, the podcast, podcast network. network. Which I did read that they're a, they're a pay-for-play podcast network. Which means? 
I think what it means is for people to listen to a show on their network, it's not free. Oh. And I can't imagine. No one's going to pay even for this. Super I fan, wouldn't pay for this. Even Superfan Burke over here would probably not pay to listen on a weekly basis. No, he would pirate it somehow. I mean, yeah. there's, there'd be a way to do that. but uh. yeah. Well, there, yeah, there's torrent files out there of porno and this pod thing of ours. <laughs> Some of that video of the New Zealand chick, Miss Alice, and the latest episode of this pod thing of ours. Hey, I was just curious the other day when I asked about her, by yeah, the way. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, I just remembered you talking about it. <laughs> and I was just thinking, you know, like you said, research only. Yeah. And um, Do you still have the screen grab I sent of um, superfan Matt in Perth's most recent email? Uh, yeah. Because I haven't responded. Dream, dream come true. <clears throat> I haven't responded. We should just respond on the show since it's so close now anyways. Yeah, please. Well, what do we have to do to get that to happen? Maybe we... you got to refresh me on what he emailed. I don't even remember. It was the it, your he, phone's right next to you. Well, I know what it was. It okay. was it was the one you sent me, and he's yeah. talking about uh, what's the word? Like our super friend, super used to be super fan. Midge would send us. He, she would drive. Yeah, all, he was going to ship us some some. Uh, Oh, yeah, Jim Beam in a can. She's going to ship us alcohol, which I'm pretty sure is a producer. Do you know about this? It's probably a crime. Yeah, it's a thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> so that's pretty great. He's like Mr. Snurdly on Rush. <laughs> we need to ruffle some papers, and we can hear him, but the audience can't hear him. <laughs> you know, Super Van Burke. I, I, you know, what do, you, uh, do you do you know about this uh, Jim Beam and Coke in a can? Uh, the drive-bys are. <laughs> I'm addicted to pills. I forget Jack Black's in this. Yeah. Oh, for a little bit. Well, he gets it rough. Jack Black gets it rough. Michael J. Fox gets it rough. And then, you know, there's... <laughs> Why would you go back to Parkinson's? <laughs> uh, we, we do have another guest. that it, It's funny because as the new producer is here tonight behind that shitty wall of just bought glass at Home Depot. There's not even a computer back there. You're just standing behind it's a glass It's not even wall. glass. It's, not, it's that really thin plexi that <laughs> it's almost work. as thick as a sheet of paper. Yeah, but there's nothing in there. It's basically... I didn't even give him a chair. It's basically a dirty shower curtain. Yeah. Well, now, if he's the new producer, we have an intern coming. A mm. big... A big uh, well, that's fitting because an intern wouldn't know anything about the show they're about to work on, and this intern doesn't either. No. No, he's... Uh... And it's funny because he'll tell you, like, how... Pep sounds amazing. Like, I don't think you've heard enough to make a judgment call. Like, when we were texting each other. I know. He dubbed me Golden Voice, and now I'm feeling like, does he even know? That, that GV comes from, from Sean. The Golden it's Voice. It's stuck. You know, it's there now. It's not going anywhere. Alan's the one we need to get back on here. No. <laughs> no. That, that was just a fall, right? Was that for comedy? No. <laughs> Did you stack those plates? I don't think anyone's in there, so I don't think it was. I don't know. Nope, she is. Yeah, that's. Do you want to ask? No, let's just let it roll. We got. I kind of want to know if it was just for comedic effect. Was that for comedic effect? What? <laughs> you adjusting those plates in some form or fashion? Was that? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know you're being yeah, real quiet. Super quiet. Super quiet. Quiet as a church mouse. What's your favorite favorite Pierce Brosnan movie? Either this one or Dante's Peak. Not even close. It's Dante's Peak, man. I mean, come on. We've this is Doubtfire. You can make an argument for Pierce Brosnan because it was comfortable. Oh, it was a drive-by fruiting. I love when he rips the Mercedes emblem off his car <laughs> and then almost kills him with pepper. It's 
like it's a real thing. You could have you could have killed uh, Sally Field's new boyfriend there. You know, it's kind of Lucy. If Pepper kills you, I mean, <laughs> what are you, were you meant to be yeah. a, a human being? If Pepper Pepper kills you, Jack Nicholson is a fitting president. I'd vote for him right now. <sighs> uh, he'd be a yeah. Well, I mean, right now. <laughs> Put Jack Nicholson on the ballot. I wonder how old he is. Can we get a Can we get a fact check on how old Jack Nicholson is? You just is? do the point and snap. We talked about. It. I can always snap with my left hand. Fortunately, I drink with my right, so we're, we're going to be okay there. We're going to have to give him a segment. We can't do this. Snap. Hey. Well, it's early. We've only done like 19 minutes of pod so far. It's early. We'll come up with something as things Might roll be a short along. One. So I'm curious. Mm-hmm. If there's anything from the family funeral that's mm. pod worthy, yeah, because mom seemed to think there would be. I mean, and I do know that baby V crawled all over the floor mm. in front of her great grandparents, and they just kind of well, they're not nodded and looked at her. And they're not really her great grandparents. Just let her go, and she crawled hey. and just went over to Jimmy's shoes and like played with his life. But to, I think... What is this, NPR, Lois writes this? Yes. She crawled, she <laughs> went over there, in front of her grandmothers. Well, nobody, she, none of our listeners know that whole story, and I don't even know if we should tell the whole thing. I don't know if it's potable. Oh, we, yeah. Are we One get, part is. Are we getting the Jack Nicholson age? Yeah, no, no. Uh, 81. 81. 81. Oh, From behind the curtain. From behind the glass that's not the glass. <laughs> it's a shower curtain. It's and a, a shower curtain. <laughs> It's a shower Colton, Colton. And, a, and a folding chair where the back has fallen off. <laughs> so the poles are still there, but there's nothing to actually lean on. Yeah, save for the handrests. If, just... if one more person will buy something from adamandeve.com, we can get that backrest. <laughs> Somebody will. Guarantee. The story that can be told from the podcast or from the, the, the funeral would be uh, your mom definitely, she told you about the whole thing, right? Yeah. There was a moment she was pretty like, I think she's kind of buzzing Shook, on adrenaline yeah, and, yeah. and shaking up. And uh, she turned to your dad. She turned to Hoyt. And she said, do you want to go, uh, do you want to go say hey to Bobby? Mm-hmm. Bobby was dead. It was his funeral. And she was, he was up you there. Mean Steve. Steve, sorry. I Bobby's very, names. damn, I just, I was going to say, Bobby's I, I very much Bob, alive. Bobby's very much alive. Bobby was a lovely person. wedding. Yeah, he was wow. there. He was there today. Oh, I thought you were doing it on purpose, and we didn't know that who died. No, I just can't remember. I always get Bobby, Steve. They have Ernestines in this family. How am I supposed to keep up? Ernestine, Bobby, Steve, Cynthia. <laughs> I mean, it goes on and on. Sharon. Sharon. Shane. Shane. You mean Sharon? No. No, her name is Sharon. Huh. Do you, you didn't know this? Know this? <laughs> I, there? I I there's so many relatives on that side of the family that, you know, my mom obviously knows them all. Your dad probably does, too. But whenever there was an occasional get-together... Like, put a gun to my head. I'll never guess all these names. Like, <laughs> nope. There's no way. Like, I I know of some of them, but I I don't. I I have no idea. Well, anyways, your uh, Susan said, "Do you want to go see Steve or say hey to Steve?" Yeah. And the, man dad, in the, the man in the coffin. Yeah, the man in the coffin. <laughs> so your dad goes, "I walked up there. Hey, Steve." <laughs> Well, when, you, when they got back in the truck to yeah, leave, your dad. Yeah. That was my favorite part. He said, "Oh shit." And Susan said, "What?" I forgot to say bye to Steve. <laughs> he's okay. He's, he's he got it. <laughs> He'll be good. He's not he's not there. That must have been a drive. Where that's like two hours south, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was about two and a half. Was it worth to get, it? I mean, no. <laughs> yes, in a sense, but no. Like, what depends on what your worth it means. Trying to 
see what would happen if we could ever re-engage a relationship with a grandmother? That no, was, absolutely. Uh, uh, that was my endeavor. fear. My fear was that that like baby V was gonna like make her turn a corner, and I was gonna get a phone call like, "We're all back together again." I'm like, well, fuck, I don't want to be. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, I mean, it, it is for, I think for this, for, for us, but I think there are some elements, even though they wouldn't say it, that they, maybe they thought that that would be the case. Like maybe baby V would break through some wall, but I knew when they, we were having a little picnic, like some idyllic little Norman Rockwell card in the back of that funeral home on the mm. ground. Yeah. And she pulled up Bobby driving a giant tank. They drive like a. What was Bobby? that? You bo- Damn it, it's everyone's Bobby. Damn it, Bobby. Damn it, Bobby. Damn it, uh, Jimmy. Oh, you see what I'm saying? Bobby, Jimmy, come on. There were Jimmy was driving, she was driving like a, he was driving a suburban. These two mm. tiny people just in the front. Well, that's their, but she, that's their long haul They pulled ride. in. They drove I to saw, California I, I know, I saw her look at me, or look at our, generally, and they just went and just kind of pulled in and went right behind the hearse and then went right in. They didn't even, I was like, well, I mean, that. That's when we would have found out. I wouldn't have even been curious to tempt it. Like, it was like after after reading a note from my grandmother addressed to me with some knitted products for my kids for the baby and the older one. <laughs> like, you know what? Fuck you. You don't deserve to know their names because you clearly don't. This one's for the baby. And this is for the older the one. Older one. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're such a warm, sweet old lady. <laughs> I mean, and how can you look at that and not have an ice broken? Yeah. You know, like something just to... Well, and that was my fear. You're going to take the cute baby down there and she's going to go, I've been wrong all these years. I want to meet my other grand great-grandchildren. I'm like, ah, no. <laughs> now I'm going to have to drive to a ball ground every Christmas. I don't want to do that. Some fun at those at those early mountain Christmases for yeah, being what yeah, they were. Yeah, like an awkward way. <laughs> I mean, it was always awkward because she would make just really some of, some of her confectionery work was really the most racist. Like, how do you make baking racist? Like, how racist are you that your yeah. racism has come from like yeah. from I mean, like to, to put you, it politely gone through you and your and your experiences? Like, oh, what should I name this? It's your baking. What should I name this Brazil nut dipped in dark chocolate? <laughs> it looks an awful lot like a toe, but a black man's toe. <laughs> What's a word for that? Black man toe? No, that's too many syllables. <laughs> African American toe. That's no, too politically that's too, correct. That's too PC. And Negro toe just doesn't really hit the nail on no. the head. <laughs> that only leaves one thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, it didn't stop there. Okay, we've made a nice sugar cookie, and I love a, a Hershey's Kiss. Let's just plop that down. Now, now look at that. <laughs> that looks like a black that woman's. That looks like a breast. Pointy tit, but it, the nipple's darker. Yeah, that. What could, what could we call that? Could we call that a black, black woman? Black tip? woman's breast. No, nope, that's woman. too much. No. Maybe uh, no. an afro boob. No, nope. that sounds more like the hair. Yeah, that would give. No. Yeah, no, that's no good. And again, oh. Negro tit. That's too. That's not. That's too soft. <laughs> that leaves one Only thing. Leaves one thing. <laughs> I remember when Kristen met her. That's a true story, producer. Yeah, she called those things, and it turns out that the. Her her son married a woman who was raised by a, a very black stepfather. Yeah, uh, very, she just very black to the degree like... that our grandmother referred to him as a double dip. 
we have no qualms. This woman hates us, clearly. So she's definitely not listening to the pod. What if, actually, what if she spent the $62? She's the one that bought the, yeah. TP. T-O-Pod. Jimmy, come here. Pod. Even though we're millionaires, I still want to save money on this. <laughs> Free shipping sold me. All the way up here in Ballgram? All the way up here in now, is it discreet shipping? No fucking way. <laughs> I need a new mold for a new racist confection I'm going to make. <laughs> I'm making Johnny Red brownies for the party this weekend. These are, these are, I'm going to make dick-shaped brownies. They're going to be chocolate. Now, what can I call this? <laughs> Negro dick won't work. Oop, I've got it. <laughs> I remember when Kristen met her and, and met her little log cabin with her tiny black figurines on the back porch. Oh, yeah, that was a creepy. My, my, you know. The producer my... actually was at that house. Oh, really? And when me and the producer went down Natahala Falls with my fam and the whitewater rafting. You don't remember this? The only reason I... You can speak now. You don't remember this? No, I'm, I love that he's standing no? in character. I know, he's... <laughs> I was testing him. I was testing him. It was a test. No, the only, not to be negative, but the only reason that memory ever really stuck with me was because we went down the Natahalo. We spent the night at this house that they weren't using at the time. Mm. The, old, the first log cabin. Can, Do you want to... Blame Legion. Well, she just knows the story, too. But anyways, we got home the next night, and this girl that was in my graduating class had died mm. in a car accident driving home from one of these from one of these high school parties. You might remember who I'm talking about. And that that was I found out as we got home because the producer's dad comes up and he was like, "Do you know who this girl is?" And the way he would present it, it wouldn't nothing good was coming next. It's like from his dad, who I love very much. He wouldn't be, like, "You know who this girl is?" And we'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, she's pretty, she's pretty hot." It wouldn't be like that. It'd be like, "Yeah, she died." It was just what happened. You don't know this girl? Yeah. She died. <laughs> can, we, can, we get, can we get some context? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she did. She did. <laughs> okay, thank you. What happened was she died in this car. <laughs> no, but it was like a big deal. That's the only reason I remember. Because I was like, oh, I just had a great weekend. And I was like, oh. Mm. Yeah. But that's our Nana Halo story. Yeah, the dove, that that Nana Hala story that dovetailed out of uh, racist tales of our estranged grandmother. I mean, or she's, are we the estranged ones? I mean, I, I I still think about when she was incommunicado with us, and she went to well, lunch. She still at, talks to banks, well, of course. She because he's went, neither she, married nor twenty five, so he still gets birthday money. Yeah, but she she uh, was at lunch. I think it was with your mom. Mm-hmm. She was on the forefront of this hating Mexican thing. She's in this is she's in hog heaven right now. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if there's not a Make America Great Again hat in the back of whatever car they drive, you know, on that back dash mm-hmm. for the people to see that are behind you, mm-hmm. uh, I'd be really surprised. They drive a Suburban, so there can't be. Well, maybe it's on the front dash. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, she, uh, this is definitely, they're just riding in hog heaven right now. But they went, gone to lunch years and years ago. Yeah. Was, Seven plus. Yeah. And she had done the whole, what's the sleep of the day? <clears throat> and the waitress said, oh, it's a Mexican corn bean chowder or something, Mexican bean soup or Mex- yeah. whatever it was. And she goes, oh, no, I don't want that. I don't want anything Mexican. I'm boycotting I'm boycotting Mexicans. Mexicans. 
And then she got a call from from a don't <laughs> like you know how the Republican Party will call you if you're a member. Yeah. And they'll read out, they'll tell you a thing. I don't know what they fucking do. Could be like all in code and yeah. some sinister shit. For all I know. Are you reading your Bible every day? <laughs> Are you abstaining from masturbation? <laughs> Are you continuing to dislike anyone, Brown? Okay, good, good, good. Well, they asked her a very well, specific... we will lower your taxes. Yeah, they asked her a specific question about the border crisis, which, again, this is at least eight years old, this, for, this phone call, maybe seven. Yeah. And she said, what, what do you think is an option that we should do to extend control or whatever, extend security along the Mexican border? Mm. And she's like, well, no, come out for the wall. I just shoot over their heads. That was her solution. Just have a bunch of guys stand out there with guns. Every time you see, just pop a shot over there. Don't kill them. Just, you know, just graze them. Warning shot. Well, give them a graze. Because out there in the desert. Wing them. Wing them in the shoulder. Well, wing them out there. You could be dead anyhow. Uh, I got a props to the new producer. He, in he, character. Yeah. He, he, he noticed the loud baby. Yeah. And took her away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hey, we hire the best here at TPTO. When you buy things for adamandeve.com, this is what you get. Better quality, better segments. And basically a built-in babysitter. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, once we sell another, you know, jumbo dill, whatever that was, what you got to realize, somebody didn't just spend $62. They spent $124. Somebody bought either one or No, it was only 50% off any one item. Yeah. So they guess they did. Yeah, they did. They bought one item. That's, ooh. Yeah. So we should so, go in there and see what's in the $124 range and make this a, a, a game. Maybe you and I both are about to get a care package of like a Riley Reed fleshlight. Because <laughs> those are about 64 bucks. I mean, I don't know. We're not sharing it. Because that would <laughs> no, mean no, we got. Each. 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 <laughs> well, okay. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And I want Sunday halvesies. Okay. Those are my days. Use the Dawn dish soap. <laughs> You gross asshole. <laughs> oh, that would be awful. I can't remember what it was, but Kristen asked me some question last night that I knew the answer to way too fast. And it's the kind of thing where I like, check your man card. Mm-hmm. And it reminded me, like, they do bits on Corolla all the time where he'll, he'll pose a question. And if, some, if one of the other guys on the show knows it too quick, he goes, that was a gay test and you failed. <laughs> And the example I used last night was like, what's Barbara Streisand? Who was she married to at one point? Like, James Brolin? All right, that was a gay test. <laughs> you failed. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what's, what, what, as that caught on, what got funny was if you answer too quickly, then you go, I mean, I don't know. Like, like I'm going to quickly redact what I just said. I have no idea. I, I don't know the answer to that. I was just throwing something out there. What are your thoughts on SJP in this movie? <clears throat> I think Not I've already, necessarily I, as the dog, but you know. I made my thoughts pretty crystal clear on this. There's only one film where I would even consider, consider it. Yeah. yeah, Hocus Pocus. I mean, let me don't let's not be. Oh, let me stop you there. I, I'm over here acting like yeah, I consider it. If I bumped into her on the streets of New York and I wasn't married, and she was like, "Do you want to come up to my eight million dollar paid for by well, Sex Matthew and the Broderick. City?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he just wants to watch. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, but I mean, she's never going to be on anyone's. List. I just and if she is, I gotta I gotta wonder about you a little bit. That's all I'm saying. And that sounds sexist, but I'm just saying like, there's nothing about her. Like I often wonder because I never watched an episode of Sex in the City. Mm. But and I I like seeing the backside of shows like that. I think she's the only one that didn't do nudity on that show. Well, that's that's and good for America. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, I want to see who 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 they were cast over 
Like, mm. who else tried out for that? What was her name in Sex of the City? Carrie. Carrie? Carrie. Who else tried out for the part Carrie of Carrie that, that Carrie Bradshaw that didn't get that part? Mm. Like, I mean, I, and that being said, I know she's an amazing actress. Christina Applegate, maybe. That would fit the times, but I don't. I, she, the reason she didn't get that. You have to pick between the two. <clears throat> no, if we're going to go, let's go, let's level. Let's level each other here. The reason she, she let's say she did go for Carrie in Sex and the City. Mm. Even though she had kind of cleaned up that image with some of those goofball shows that she had on the sitcoms, she was always going to be that married with children's Bud's older sister. Well, that's that's what I found appealing. And exactly. I didn't need her to ascend <laughs> to this like posh, like martini lifestyle. She's yeah. always, to me, what was her name? Married with children? Oh, uh, what was it? Wasn't Kelly, name? was it? And our producer's not in the room. Oh, one time we need our. Is he watching? Is he doing baby things? He's, he's doing a great job with baby. Well, then you let him stick with that. We'll worry about whatever her name was on Married with Children. Fun. People are yelling at their radios right now. <laughs> I know. <they're> probably, <laughs> definitely. I love referring to our show as being on the radio. People well, are I, screaming I, at the radio. We also say WFCK.com, <laughs> which, by the way, is, is not a purchased domain. You I, should definitely. You need buy to get it. it. I've been saying that from day I one. I don't, I'm going to have my. I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll talk to my. Computer engineer, yeah, friend this week. Financier. Bought, well, he bought. We had a, a contentious uh, homeowners associating meet, homeowners associating meeting one time, and he went back and immediately bought viningsferry.com, which was oh, uh, it's actually uh, Deaning's Ferry. Can't be putting my info out there like that. <laughs> <laughs> For all the unknown listeners, was, anybody that wants to send a care package, it was the address Swinging is- Vines Ferry Drive. <laughs> Just send Swinging it to SunTrust Park. We'll find it. <laughs> just put a package right outside the park. <laughs> in well, it's a, just, in it's a, just for fun. In an inconspicuous box. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Martin Short and Steve Martin are coming to Atlanta. Really? June, June 14th for their two-man show. Or no, November. Or Damn, I'm getting this way wrong. What did I tell you? Is it Bobby? Is it just Bobby that's coming? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to run that out. And I deserve it. I did it even. I did it even on the day we were going down to the funeral. I said, "How long? When, where did Uncle Bobby work? How did Uncle Bobby die?" Dad was like, "What, Steve? Idiot. Uncle Bobby's fine. He's gonna be there today. Well, I know, but he'll be. I mean, well, he's not really there. Like, who are you? No, about? he's there. His wife Ernestine. Do you guys smell that grass? Wade Boggs, rest in peace. Rest in peace. He's very much alive, Charlie." <laughs> Does it? Do you guys smell burning hair, or is that just me? <laughs> now I smell oranges. I think that's bad. So Mars you, attacks. You bring up Martin Short because mm-hmm. he's in this film. Mm-hmm. He's in the. I like this particular scene because he says we call this the JFK room <laughs> because that's like clearly built in the White House for JFK. Yeah, yeah. It's a '60s fuck pad basically, and that is Lisa Marie, not Lisa Marie Presley. We've talked about this before. Her, the, the robot, her, the actress's name is Lisa Marie. When did we talk about this? In, in, in the what past context? And she, I, I don't know if she I was, recognized her. I don't of. know if she was married, but she, there's some very famous pictures of her and a naked Jeff Goldblum oh. on the beach fooling around. You see Jeff Goldblum dong. You see her naked. Dong. You see everything. Full dong. Oh. Look it up. If our producer was in here, he could look it up. <laughs> Yeah, Jeff Goldblum dong and Lisa Marie boob and everything else. I found out some piece of celebrity information that I'm guilty of trying to find and being unsuccessful with. My um, my dad told me that uh, Julie Andrews was nude in a film once. 
Well, this I need to sing. Yeah. Victor Victoria. Yeah, I couldn't find it. Mm. The, I, the images I was seeing were clearly like not Julie Andrews You're naked. You're not going to be able to find the nude pic of that. Why? It's the, it's the internet. You can find a nude pic of anything on the internet. We searched. He searched for like 30 minutes to find Brett Favre's dong on the pod one time. We found it. <laughs> we found it. Very deep, deep. It was in the dark web. We had to pay a little bit for it, but nonetheless, <laughs> nonetheless, I'm being followed. We're being followed. <laughs> you have to be thorough, very thorough. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very complicated case, Mon. A little, <laughs> little bleed into one of our future episodes. A lot of ins, a lot of outs, a lot of what have yous. You're out of your element. <laughs> so, Mars Attacks was one of those movies I saw when I was a kid, and it was one of those movies where half the time I wasn't even getting the jokes, so it was all visual. Sure. And I remember my mom was laughing real hard, so I knew it must be funny. And it's really only that one scene we've kind of touched on. Yeah. I don't know if that was on the pod or off the pod, but when they're chasing them with the... They, ma- on, they yeah. made the translator. It was on the podcast. Was it? Yeah. It's, it holds up. Like, it's one of those movies that's... I mean, it's over, it's over 20 years old now, and it holds up. Did, oh, they killed the did, dog. I know. Did Kristen listen to last last week's podcast? Yes, or? and she loved all of your reactions. I think for her, she wants us to watch more disturbing horror just for your reactions to whatever horrible graphic shit is going on. Well, on the I, it's funny because I, when I was listening to it, I was texting you because I was like, "Yeah, I knew what was happening." When I was like, "Oh, oh," <laughs> but then when the dog cage, I was oh, like, "Oh, oh no, oh, Brent. Brent, you're di- <laughs> this. This is diabolical." This, this is just putrid. <laughs> oh, this is foul. <laughs> it's just, it is. I, I need to listen to something. It was bad because of all the death you see. I'm telling you, that's true of anything. I, You know, no one cries like I cried when I watched Turner and Hooch. And not because Tom, Tom Hanks could have died at that and it might have gotten a tear. Hooch goes, oh, that's yeah. it, you know? I'm up, that's, don't kill animals. <laughs> And especially don't do what he did after that. We don't need to get it. But I was just, it was just, that scene was too much. Too much. We should watch Homeward Bound. Just to take you close to the edge, but then you'll be okay. It's like your shadow going to make it? I still I have know. to know, like a big hole in that film. I mean, how do you get out? How do you get out of the hole? Yeah. He just believed in Peter and tried extra hard. Peter was kind of a douche. He was wearing, like, sweaters. He looked like he was dressed to go to the Ivy Leagues, and he was nine years old. Yeah, it's like a walking Gap commercial. <laughs> no, this is a walking, like, Brooks Brothers douchebag kid commercial. Perhaps. Perhaps. I haven't... I've started this movie a couple of times since I got it on Voodoo. I still haven't actually finished it all the way through. I, I forget how it ends. I know that it ends with Slim Whitman being played over loudspeakers and their heads exploding. Because the grandmother loves Slim Whitman and Spoiler Donut alert. Shot. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, that being said, if you hear us start a movie that you, for some but, reason you're like, you know, I fucking missed Mars Attacks 25 <laughs> years ago. I'm going to watch that within the next three to four months. And if you t- logged into this far, yeah. you know, come on. Well, we haven't really said anything about it yet other than that Jack Black and Michael J. Fox died. Mm. It's have you funny. ever been to Washington just while we're, while we're watching this scene right here? I have not. Mm. You, you ever, ever had any interest in going? Not, not no. particularly. It is a surprisingly fun. I say fun, but that's relative. It's just a neat town. I would be interested in it for the uh, punk rock history. Some of the most famous punk rock bands, Minor Threat, Bad Brains, uh, Fugazi, all come out of D.C. There's like a whole D.C. punk rock movement that came out of the late 70s and early 80s mm-hmm. um, 
a lot of it having to do with being like anti Reagan. <laughs> Let's get back like to that. sports. I know he just missed our twenty minute sports segment. Producers definitely upset about that. Uh, we really got into the heart of that though, <laughs> the sports uh, and games. Oh, it sounds like our uh, our new oh our new intern is here. Maybe he can help breathe some life into this podcast. <laughs> All right, and we're back from a pause. Like an introduction, our, just don't say anything. We've got our intern, intern here right now. Here. That's it. You can do whatever you want now. <laughs> <laughs> and, I'm a dick. <laughs> he knows it, though. Get him a spoon for his salsa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sean, we have spoons for that salsa. If you, the guy brings salsa and no chips. There's a few fries you could rake through there, and there's one chicken wing even. I'll, bet, I'll bet salsa on a chicken salsa wing. Salsa on a might, chicken wing. Might be pretty good. <laughs> He's good got man. It. He's got it. Good man. All right. I want to call Brian. Let's see if we can get him. If he doesn't answer, we'll read his written retort. <clears throat> this, well, this I, will... I feel like there should have been like a. Uh... See, that's not that's not the quiet time I was hoping for. But yeah, it's whispery. Uh, it's very. Well, maybe what we'll do. No, what I was saying was a refresher on the actual article. We had the one about the Florida man went into the store. Yeah. To report a dead body by carrying. This is the one that he defended. He did not defend the other one that you texted him. Yeah. Which, to be fair, on the pod last week, you only did the skull puppet story. You didn't do the quarter pounder in jail story. So uh, the one he defended is the correct one for our listeners. I know I have his number. <laughs> we do this every we time do this we call every him. Time. I'm going to see it. I don't want it to get as close. Just turn the volume while <laughs> we really screwed that one. Well, we got thrown off by the giant clang. Was that the... Hold on, Brian. Oh, was that on, the whole pizza? It was everything in the bathroom. <laughs> Interesting. Fair enough. All right, Brian. Welcome to the show. Yeah. Thank you. Maybe hold it closer because yeah, it yeah, sounds yeah. quiet. I'm sorry. Turn the volume up. It is up. I have right, a shitty phone. Hold it closer. We're here for your Defend Florida yeah, I have your Yeah, I have your written response for Defending Florida I'm going to have to like squeeze uh-huh. in some music somewhere, some defending Florida music. <laughs> but if you have a moment, just go ahead and give us your uh, defense uh, via telephone rather than us reading what you texted me today. Yeah, so uh, I believe the story goes something like the homeless man finds the skull and reports it via puppet style at Publix. Um, you know, first off, there is a part in the story where this, I don't know, supervisor or Somebody that was in the public said it just smelled like death. Okay. First off, a skull that has clearly been there for a very long time cannot smell that bad. It has to be just the homeless man. Are are you putting like a time? You you think you know the time of death here? We don't know exactly how long the body's been been out there. It's not a body. It's a skull. No, no. no, They found the whole thing. They found the the whole thing. Yes, but the report said that the skull only took like death. The report says that it smells like death and all he had was a literally bone skull. That's it. So I think I that's think more of the homeless man kind of smell. Um, yeah. Brian, off, Brian's asserting that it was the homeless man that smelled like death and not the skull at all. You know, that I can't argue. I mean, I'm certainly... Okay. Okay. Point taken. Okay. Okay. Secondly, the homeless man could have very well decided to not reported at all. He could have just walked past it and said, not my business, and kept moving. He should be praised 
for reporting that somebody's <laughs> loved one just died. He just solved the crime. Just died. About this body. <laughs> I, don't think he, I don't think he solved the crime. Finding oh the body. <laughs> I've never seen that on CSI. The per- I found this body. Also, I know exactly who did it. Homeless hero that smells like death solves murder mystery. <laughs> Derelict I mean, Matlock wins the day. The hell? Clearly, that body's been there for a while. If the head has gone down to the skull, mm. and no one knew about it, and then all of a sudden the homeless man solved it, so he should be getting a reward okay. for anything for okay. reporting it. Do you want to? We'll work on that. The homeless man in Jupiter. What was the name of that town? I have no idea. Yeah, I don't remember either. All right. The name of the town was Sebastian. Sebastian. Yeah. God, fact checker. He's, defen- to- he's, de- he's in defense defensive mode here. Anything else? Um. And lastly, I thought he added a comical effect by making it a puppet. I mean, he turned something to a, from a terrible situation into ah, something that's pretty funny. Bringing light to the darkness. Hang All on. right. Well, that's a good defense of Florida. What concert are you going to tonight? Uh, Keith Urban. Okay, cool. Cool. That's cool. Um, yeah. I know you guys probably shit on him, but I love him. <laughs> I don't think we've shit on Keith Urban. We will now, Not but I don't think podcast. we have up to this point. Yeah, you, you will now after I hang up, but yeah, he is awesome. So y'all can suck a bag of dick. <laughs> Just out of curiosity, are you on speakerphone or like talking in your car or something? No, I'm 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 taking a dump right now. Oh, mm. it's just normally louder when we, when we call. Hopefully, hopefully yeah. it gets picked up. It'll get picked up. Well, enjoy your uh, your Keith Elvis. Suburban. Get a blunt. Get a blunt. Get a blunt from, from Keith Suburban, <laughs> and um, <laughs> have a great time at your Florida Georgia Line show. I will. Love you. <laughs> All right. I feel like we need to read his text message response just to be safe because. Normally, when we call anybody, it's much louder than that. And, yeah. I'm, and I don't want to get to, you know, our, the hour mark and realize you can't hear shit. So let's also read what he sent via text. I got it right here. Just for, just for closing out. Defending Florida! <laughs> okay, so how can a skull that literally has no meat on the bones, which he can't have known, the article didn't stress that, blood, which he also can't have known, Etc. Smell like death. The observer must have been talking about the homeless man. And yes, kudos. Okay, hold on. Why would they call it a skull if it was still just a severed head? I think you would say severed head or skull. I think y'all don't. I mean, not, there's no one qualified here enough to say. Okay. It's not like you might be able to pull a skull off a body. It might. St- I mean, still have layers of tissue. It might still have some hair. Okay. It might still be bloody and gross in some places, but it's just. I don't work at the University of Tennessee Body Farm enough it's to not know. Not taking your fucking turn, it's not dude. Not taking your fucking turn, Didn't dude. Didn't buy it a fucking beer. <laughs> the uh, and kudos to the homeless man for at least making a report about the body. He could have just walked right past it and said nothing at all. I'm gonna fact check him here. He he put he could have just walked right past it, like past it, like it was a car rather mm. than P A S T. Just a little quick. Uh, okay. Because he's you know fact check. Figure I'd. <laughs> Anywho, and well, it said nothing your own medicine. <laughs> On top of that, he was able to turn a sad situ- situation around into a comical story. Not to mention that his mental health is probably not at all great, seeing that he is homeless and has probably been seeing some shit over the years. <laughs> Rest my case, he's not crazy. In case you call, I can't answer. LOL. 
<laughs> I, I think the man's. I can't. I. I think he did a enough. I did a very lawyerly job. He defended, of defending Florida. He defended. That's all we've asked him to do. But I don't think. <laughs> I don't think it's the a defense that would hold up in the court of public opinion. Well, we'll just have to wait and see for the next edition of Defending, Defending Florida. Florida. <laughs> So there's a segment. By Yemen. <laughs> there's a segment for you. What's that? Defending Florida. We did a segment. We've always talked about having segments. Uh, do you have any more stories about the those and wild Now we have those one. wild elderly Jewish women of East Atlanta? <laughs> I do not. Oh. I do want to name them. Well, I I'm I like the idea of Ethel. Okay. But it's it's also maybe it's too old. Maybe it would be better if it was like... Uh, so I think it'd be funny if we could, went with like some real like Hebrew, like tried and true... Like Ruth. We well, have Ruth in there. <laughs> Ruth would be... Leah is really Jewish. Ruth Means and sorrow. Leah. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm thinking like, uh, what's the term for like the, uh, the really devout Jews that like cover their heads and they have a term like a... As far as the the seriousness with which they practice, yeah, no, I'm, it's I know what you're talking about, but I've, um, uh, I'll, I'll remember it later, and I'll be mad that I didn't. Yeah, that's now. There's probably even more people yelling <laughs> into their radios. Or, yeah, like I want to get like some real hardcore names to name them. Hasidic, Hasidic, Hasidic. Yes, just took me a minute. The men grow the curls. <laughs> you there? Turn around. <laughs> you with the curls. <laughs> You there with the dreadlocks. <laughs> Give me your gold chain and nobody gets hurt. <laughs> just, I can just see it. Hashtag Jewish bandits of the East End. The elderly Jewish bandits. You there. <laughs> they always sneak up from behind you and then give you a brief warning. Hey, you that smells like a kugel, stop where you're at right there. You there with the PBR can. <laughs> Give me all your singles. <laughs> I don't want the 20s. I said the singles. Are those Newport 100s? <laughs> Give me those too. You there with the Parliament Funkadelics. <laughs> whatever you call them. And I know you have a bag of cocaine on you if you're smoking Parliaments. Give me your dumb fedora. You yeah. stupid teenage hipster. <sighs> we always got to. And it's that, I, I think we're going to have a lot of fun at Christmas time. I, I'm definitely doing Christmas movies. Blumpkin the Elf is going to be making a regular appearance on that show. I love the Blumpkin the Elf meme that I made. <laughs> it says, don't forget to eat lots of fiber. <laughs> well, you know, he wants to keep it as streamlined so, as possible. Somebody's like, oh, that's cute. There's a Christmas elf that's uh, reminding people to get their daily intake of fiber. He's concerned about their health. Like, no, 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 no. Blumpkin the Elf wants to make sure you have a nice, solid shit for when he offers you that beach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Blumpkin man. the Elf is like that tooth fairy that nobody wants. Oh, <laughs> nobody's a somebody relative term. The tooth fairy that some people want. That that machine looks better than even the thing that Spielberg put into War of the Worlds. Oh, let's not talk about that movie. What's wrong with it? War of the Worlds. Yeah, it's just a shitty movie. That's not great. I'll give you that. But at least it like was interesting at parts. Tom Cruise. Yeah, he doesn't make many bad movies. <laughs> I mean, he's made a few stinkers, but I couldn't think of, like... If you ask a hardcore Tom Cruise fan... Mm. Like, I was trying to think of, like, what's the worst Tom Cruise movie? I mean, some of the ones you say... 
people don't know about, like Legend. Kid was like nineteen when they made well, that. Yeah, any Tom Cruise movie before he Toy fixed Soldiers his, before he fixed his fucked up teeth. Yeah, like don't count those. The one when he was a football player in like Pennsylvania. All those films, Risky Business. I don't count those. Yeah, but like it wasn't Toy Soldiers. That's the one. I with, keep screwing that yeah, up. Yeah, th- that's the one with your your toys. The one he's in is the one with Timothy Hutton. When they're both young. Yeah. And I forget what it's called. Oh, it's called Taps. Taps, yeah. Toy Soldiers has Rudy in it and uh, Will Wheaton. Yeah. I remember that now. I like Toy but Soldiers. But I was trying to think of one that was shitty, and I kept coming back to Days of Thunder, because I just think it's a shitty movie. It's a racing movie. I know, but everyone I was like, they were like, no, I like that movie. And I was like, man, it's not good. It's not a good movie. Yeah, it's not great. I love Top Gun. Just like in all the in all the cliche uh, hipster ironic ways, I love Top Gun. Yeah. In fact, I believe they're making a overdue sequel where he will be um, the Tom Skerritt character. The the flight we've, we've already di- we've already discussed this on the pod. I mm. I don't think we need to bring give them any more publicity than they already need for Top Gun Two. Okay then. I think it'd be more successful if it was just out and out gay. <laughs> just quit <laughs> pretending. And just, just, just like Brokeback Mountain meets Top Gun. Yeah, just Top Gun Two. Just, it's not what you think. <laughs> That's the byline. <laughs> I thought when I went in to see the sequel, I knew it was going to be gay going into it, and I thought, well, they'll probably fuck in the shower scene. But when they fucked on the vol- volleyball court, <laughs> ca- caught me completely off guard. Nobody expects to see trainee uh, fighter pilots in the Navy. Fucking in the sand. But they did. Um, and that scene lasted way too long. <laughs> and there was full penetration. It really just... They took it to a whole new level. I did not... Ex- I mean, I understand now why they cast John Travolta. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on! Oh, my God! <gasps> oh, oh, my God! Oh, my God! Oh, my God! Do you want to be on top or should I? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> John Travolta. Mm. He's had some good films, though. Some real stinkers, too. Well, yeah. I mean, he's the... Uh, he, he's dance. We talked about it before. Like, without Saturday John Travolta... Night Fever, you, man. Well, and I was going to say, without John Travolta, you don't have oh, that Greece. awesome dance scene from Pulp Fiction. Oh. No, there's. I actually like the song when they're singing, when they're dancing, Chuck mm-hmm. Berry. And then every time I hear it or any Chuck Berry song, it's tough for me to not think about him just having a catalog of, like, <clears throat> 4,000 upskirts and bathrooms. Yeah. Well, like, How is that your thing? We talked about horror last week. What is it about well, watching girls there, pee? Well, there's uh, there is lore around the fact that Chuck Berry liked to lay down underneath like a glass table <laughs> and watch women shit. Oh, why do you get it? You went the extra far. <laughs> That's the story of Chuck Berry. Like he didn't he didn't just like upskirts. He liked to watch the doo doo come out. Oh man. <laughs> This is what I'm talking about. Of all, like, how do we get from where we've been tonight to this? How is this the road? I was waiting on this, though. I said on the last uh, break, we got to step it up a notch. Let's get to the Chuck Berry doo-doo story. I just can't. Okay. Let's talk about this. Of all the fetishes, that's one where it's just like, I, listen, you can, you could probably sell me on a lot of things based on how it makes you feel. I do not get watching doo-doo come out. (laughs) You're just like touching the surface too, <laughs> of what that that uh, I don't want to say type of person because that sounds judgmental, but for those inclined to that proclivity, mm-hmm. the poop stuff, the poop stuff, 
we'll call it. Yeah, because there are people who like to do anal things, yeah, like you know, not, butt play, like. Yeah. But I, you know, those people are like, let's let's take a shower before we fuck around. Mm-hmm. Chuck Berry's like, <laughs> if you got a little piece of toilet paper stuck on there, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, so that, that, that's what I'm saying. That begs the question, like we talked about with the horror films and that guy. Yeah. Where's the line? Yeah. If he's saying like, nah, don't care, two days, whatever. <laughs> Chuck Berry's like, the glass is only here for the smell. <laughs> what, what the fuck? If Where? I didn't have a sense of smell, we wouldn't need the glass. Where right? is the line and how? Like, you know, I, I don't know. I'm not, I've never like read a lot of psychological books or, or journals. But I always, I always, I guess my mind always thinks that something must have happened. Yeah. Like if you watch a serial killer documentary, there are a lot of similarities. Single parent homes, yeah. broken homes, abusive homes. You know, you see the, the murdering of, of animals, yada, yada, yada. All the steps that seemingly build us serial killers, right? So I'm wondering, like, what happened <laughs> in, young, in young Timmy Tommy's life uh, when he was like four yeah. or three that now his, his shit, his literal shit... The shit that gets him off is shit. Is <laughs> shit. Yeah, because it's like I could, you know, you you find any horny teenager and you say, "Hey, do you want to, you want to have, uh, you know, uh, an adult woman sit down in a clear chair and and then you know get a peek from above?" Like, yeah, okay. Like, <laughs> do you want to watch her push a turd out? <laughs> not, no, not really. But <laughs> well, that's where Timmy Tommy was like, "Yes, <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, can I have a camera?" <laughs> Do you have any disposable cameras? <laughs> you know, I saw Chuck Berry. I saw Chuck Berry perform on my honeymoon. Really? Yeah. Because we went to that Viva Las Vegas 50s revival thing where they do uh, rockabilly yes. music and car shows. And every year they do it, they have one big headliner act. I think last year it was actually the Stray Cats. I was actually kind of bummed we couldn't see that because that would have been kind of cool. But Chuck Berry was the big show that year. Is he dead now? I yeah. can't remember. Yeah. He was in his 80s. And uh, at a certain age, you're just not that nimble <laughs> in the fingers. Well, we've seen Loretta Lynn live, too. <laughs> yeah. And what I had heard was typically when any like older musician like that is kind of past the point of being able to execute on a song and play well, they'll have a backline guitar player who's behind a curtain somewhere who's at least keeping it going. So if you miss some notes or slow down, it still sounds pretty good. Yeah. Apparently, apart from being a doo-doo enthusiast, <laughs> Chuck Berry's just like a raging piece of shit. <laughs> it was like, fuck that. I'm the guitar player. Oh. And he gets out there. He's like, right along my... I'm a beast. <laughs> oh, God. And it's just like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight, for one time only, we revived the body of Fats Domino. <laughs> it was. I'm the best. Blue Monday. Oh, Monday. It was a teenage wedding. I was dead, and now I'm alive again. <laughs> Here come Tuesday. <laughs> I want to be dead again. <laughs> Woo! But yeah, it was... It's not even a hologram. A crowd gathered. <laughs> a huge, massive outdoor crowd gathered to see the Chuck Berry. Yeah. And within the first three songs, 
half that crowd was gone. <laughs> it's like, he's a legend and it's cool and he did the thing, well, but I, it's like I said, I was glad we got this to ain't good. I, I was glad we got to see Loretta Lynn at that North Georgia State Fair. Yeah. In the sense that she was standing there in a sequin dress. My kids are broke, so I'm doing this shit for them. <laughs> They haul me across the country. These are all code words for somebody help. (laughs) I grew up dirt poor. Apple don't fall far from the tree. (laughs) They were given everything. And now they have me on stage so they can sing five or six songs a piece. And then I stand up and sing Coal Miner's Daughter and every redneck and even some non-rednecks in the crowd get up. And we all stood up. That whole place shot up like it was... I honestly thought something raucous was going to happen. I was like, we better start some shit. We better rush the stage for Coal Miner's Daughter. Yeah. Well, and Loretta Lynn famously is not into watching women take shits through no, a table. No, quite, quite the opposite, actually. <laughs> now, Doolittle Lynn might have been what ended it. It wasn't the alcohol. Mm. It was the doo-doo proclivity. <laughs> it sounds like an episode of, of the, like a dirty version of the Big Bang. The doo-doo proclivity. <laughs> What an opportunity if you were just a piece of shit like one of us that that could take a podcast and like interview Chuck Berry and you have some serious questions. You get him engaged and go, all right, now tell me about the doo-doo on the table thing. (laughs) You put the the insinuation be like, it's real. Not like, you know, you have allegations that you used to like to sit underneath the solid glass table and watch women evacuate their bowels. Can you tell us more about this hypothesis? You're like, okay, so tell us about the doo-doo on the glass table. (laughs) (laughs) What? I feel like you could like, what the fuck you say, motherfucker? Like, I feel like you'd, you'd quickly deny and bail. It would be funny to watch that. Like, if you could really interview a celebrity... And just take the worst thing that's ever been in their story mm. of their life and their, John and their Travolta, public life. That was an incredible story about uh, behind the scenes with Jeff Conway on the set of Grease. I am curious, though. <laughs> did you fuck that airplane pilot? <laughs> <laughs> well, see, but at least then you're saying, did you? The better question would be, could you tell us about that time you fucked the, air t- the airline pilot? <laughs> so, Tom Cruise. Uh, all kinds of films. <laughs> it's been an incredible ride. Where are the bodies buried <laughs> that Scientology has murdered? <laughs> Can you speak to the crimes committed by David Miscavige? Oh, <laughs> uh, see, that's what I'm saying. Eventually, we just run out of celebrities, and you start getting the B-listers who would just make it an act in of themselves. That's why, like, I love Zach Galifianakis for Between Two Ferns, but I don't think it's sustainable over yeah. time. It's yeah. just not one of those shows that are going to, Between Two Ferns, fucking season 14. Eddie Murphy, when are you going to tell the world you were gay? (laughs) Did you see that on Family Guy when Stewie shows him the Eddie Murphy bed? Is it a queen? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We're still waiting to find out. (laughs) That's one of the best... Unexpected jokes of that episode. This is my Eddie Murphy bed. Oh, is it a queen? I don't know. <laughs> well, if you consider how many times, I know I don't know if this, they they seem to be right about a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like they were ten years out in front of the Kevin Spacey scandal with a little tiny ass bit that no one understood at the time on Family, oh, Family Guy. Yeah, it's like it's like Seth MacFarlane has the inside track on celebrity well, scandal. He, he made a pretty off color joke about Weinstein while he was in the audience. Three Oscars ago, this is the one he's <laughs> yeah. since not been. Yeah, he made he made a joke when he was hosting about 
He's like, I said something about, and now you ladies don't even have to pretend to, to clap for Harvey Weinstein or something like, dang, I was like, damn, if you look at that in retrospect, it's just. That's funny. I didn't know that. Yeah, he, he straight wrote, and he was in the audience. They like flashed the camera over to him. And of course, that big raper was like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to rape somebody extra good tonight. Well, it's too bad Chuck Berry wasn't in the audience. <laughs> Chuck Berry's here tonight. Round of applause for him. Somebody get this man a glass coffee table. <laughs> and a woman who just ate crystal. Uh, poor for Chuck. He died the year before Two Girls, One Cup. He had no idea what he really? was missing. I don't know. <laughs> I, I assume that if he did, he you was... seen Two Girls, One I Cup? I don't... Let's not. Let's have, just not. Have you seen I, it? I've seen enough. I've seen enough. <laughs> I, I wouldn't expect any sane person to watch No, and this is it. There we go. That was its little... Let's, that's where we're leaving that. I'm not... Because... No. Like, that, that's where that dies. Because there's just... Look, I'm not saying this is our line. Let's get producer Burke in I'm here not saying this. this is our line. Yeah. But it's getting close <laughs> to our line. And I don't... I was just curious if you'd seen it. I wasn't going to give you know, any details on I've, it. I know and have seen enough. Okay. I was fooled by the intro. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Didn't know. Yeah. That's that's one of those things where... I'd love to do it like a where are they now. Those two. They're probably... Doing the same shit. Literally. <laughs> If they're alive, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure you can get get a pretty gnarly uh, stomach flu from what they did. <laughs> I told you, that I'm not doing that. And Between we're not them do that. and Chuck Berry, I'm kind of on board with Chuck Berry. Oh, at least he had a, the, the glass. <laughs> I think there was a barrier. Uh, that's enough of that. Um, don't even know how we got in. I don't even know how. We haven't talked about dicks at all, and it's the one time that Superfan Burke is here. Yes, but yeah. It's true. Sorry. There's no dicks in Two Girls, One Cup, though. No. <laughs> no. There is not. <laughs> Looks like we've reached the end of Mars here. I feel like it went by really fast, but we also blew past a big chunk of it when we were checking out the, the part. It was the part we would have caught anyway, because it was paused for like 25 minutes. What's the dude's name? The boxer? Isn't he a Jim Brown. Player? Yeah. One of the greatest running backs of all time. There's Pam Greer, always sexy. Yeah. What's uh, what's her movie? Jackie, Jackie Brown. Brown. Yeah. Well... She was in a lot of black black exploitation films in the seventies. She was Foxy Brown. She Man. didn't do anything with Chuck Berry, though. <laughs> I told you, <laughs> we're past this because we, we we took we went too far. We Chuck Berry's one thing, upskirts. <laughs> didn't even know about the glass. You didn't know about no. that? No, it's one of those alleged things. I just didn't, like Tom I didn't, Cruise no. is gay. Like you know, it's like that's not alleged. Come on, we all know that's true. We got Tom. We have Tom Cruise's biggest fan here tonight. We'd lo- I'd love to ask him about it. Let's get him in on it. We can do some. It's uh, we've crossed the hour and who's in here? I'll say twenty minute threshold. We can get some live Sean. guests. Sean, come on in here. We were just talking about you. Sean, what do you know about Chuck Berry? <laughs> so clearly, Tom Cruise is gay, right? No, he's not gay. I'm married Katie Holmes. Had a, had a child. What does that mean? I don't know that he married Katie Holmes. Yeah, he did marry. They... I, I think what he did was he Got he <laughs> abducted another human being and kept them imprisoned for a period of time and breeded with them. Earlier tonight. She, he also has a kid with uh, Nicole Kidman. No, well, they adopted two. Yeah, and she bailed because he is nuts and probably gay. Although not nearly as weird as Chuck Berry. No, it's not as weird as Chuck Berry, but that's the whole new thing. We were, we were talking about... Uh, new intern Sean, who's allowed to speak now. And you should probably tell 
He's allowed. Producer Bert, Producer Bert. he can speak as well, too, now. <laughs> He's sticking to it. Okay. He's stick, Do stick you to know it. about the Chuck Berry coffee table story? Do you know who Chuck Berry is? Uh, no, I don't. Fair enough. Do you know Chuck Berry? Okay. You remember right. the scene in Back to the Future where he goes up on stage and he's playing Johnny Be Good? Absolutely. Okay. Well, that's a Chuck Berry song. And in the in the in the movie, it was Chuck Berry. Hey, Chuck, it's your cousin Marvin. Listen to this. Marvin Berry. Marvin Berry. Chuck is a whole. Uh, Chuck, Chuck Berry. He is was considered... letting Marty McFly, like letting Chuck yeah. Berry listen to Marty McFly singing Johnny Be Good before he would have written it. Oh, that's trippy. Space line, oh, space time continuum. Wow. Chuck right. Berry is considered, apart from that movie, to be the founder of rock and roll. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. With Johnny B. It Good just turns out he also had an affinity, or the word of the night has been a proclivity, <laughs> to have like, I don't know, several hundred upskirt shots of women peeing that he got found out and, and prosecuted and found guilty of later in life. But apparently, the also- unbeknownst to me. <laughs> Also had a thing for laying underneath glass coffee tables and watching women take shits on top of them. <laughs> and that's where we're going to leave that. We just didn't know if you knew who Chuck Berry was, but how did we even get to that? How did you do that again? I've told you to circle off the shit. Title of the episode. How did you get it back down to that? Ellen Poon. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, that was good. I mean, Ellen, there's a lady. Even. Yeah, no, we did. Well, we were talking about Tom Cruise. Yeah. That went to Katie Holmes. I don't know how we were getting. <laughs> well, earlier in the evening we were talking about actors, and mo- and we were saying how much you know about movies. It's like and my lack of knowledge for names for actors. Yeah, yes, like Gary Sinise. Yeah, you didn't know who Gary Sinise was. He recovered fast though. Yeah. But that being said, how is it that Tom Cruise? What what got him to the tippy top? Or is it? Le- I know it's Leo. Yeah. Leo's one. Number one. Is it how far down is Tom? Like top five. Easy. I thought you had him one and two. Oh, you said how far down? I mean, he's in my top five. I know, but I'm saying the distance between, like, if, if Leo won the gold medal, how, what was the second place time? Like, how far down? Are we talking about, like, a 100-yard dash? <laughs> it's, like having a, it's like having a hypothetical with Leah. She's like, I need to know more. I asked her, what are, give me three actors for a movie. I told you this. She's like, yeah, what's the movie about? It doesn't matter. It's any film you want to make. Just what? What is your? Basically, the question is: What are your three favorite actors? Well, well I need to know more about the storyline. Is it a horror? Is film? it a horror film? Is it a rom com? I was like, is Jesus, it porno? Move along. <laughs> is it porn? <laughs> no, but I just wondered. Like, I just don't know how Tom Cruise gets to be anyone's favorite actor. I mean, that's. I know it sounds well, judgmental, but up like, to how? a certain year, yes. Like he was my. He's my mom's favorite, probably up until. I'll say like the Mission Impossible era, like maybe Mission Impossible one and two. And that's when he goes like super, you know, Oprah on the couch, Scientology <laughs> and mom's not interested anymore. But yeah, because that's so, so that, Scientology is so weird comparative to every other. <laughs> <laughs> you got, I mean, theirs is a little weirder. Yeah, it's just a little weirder. I but mean, I mean, Tom Cruise in his heyday, you got Top Gun, you got Risky Business, you got both gay movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got Cocktail, which we have both expressed. I love that movie. That's the gayest of them. I love that one. <laughs> Young Flanagan. <laughs> <laughs> no one's, not many people have seen Cocktail. <laughs> it's, it's, it had Elizabeth Shue in it, so I, and I, I celebrate her yeah. entire catalog. That's what people come to this podcast for. They want to hear movies quoted that they've never seen before. <laughs> I would follow these guys, but I don't know any of these films. <laughs> yeah, I liked. Like, I liked him in, uh, of all movies that he should not have been in, I liked him in an Interview with a Vampire. Yeah. I think he took a role that no one thought he would be good for and made it pretty good. Wonderful. I, I Wonderful almost, is a big word. 
three hours. You shit on Days of Thunder pretty hard. I did. I earlier. think that's the worst. And I think it only gets watched because it's like, oh, it's racing. It's NASCAR. Yeah. His name was Cole Trickle, like Dick Trickle. <laughs> that was his real person. Dick Trickle's the real one. Brings out the emotion. I just don't think it's that good. They're racing in the wheelchairs. Him and the guy that's a bad guy in every other movie except for Cliffhanger. Oh, that's Days of Thunder. That's not uh, Born on the Fourth of July. Well, he does that in the Born on the Fourth of July, too. There's just no racing. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much the rest of the movie is the wheelchair. Tom Cruise has a motorcycle written into his uh, contract for every film. And also, interestingly enough, wheelchair racing. <laughs> Meanwhile... We got the, they're doing hooked, hook it on phonics upstairs right now. So, <laughs> hook it on phonics. Uh, hook, hook it, it for me. me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I knows thought that one. Oh, Brian Regan. Not going to move a lot of tapes like that. <laughs> <laughs> Cut. <laughs> hey, take luck. Take luck. Uh, dude, I know we've talked about Regan on this pod, but when he does when he gets with Jerry, Jerry Seinfeld on comedians and cars, those yeah. two are my favorite. Have you seen those? Yeah. Dude, God, they're my favorite. He just makes me. I, the one about the Cirque du Soleil guy, though. Did, did I tell you about this? Yeah, I think so. He's like, what has this guy ever said no to? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have an idea for the next Cirque du Soleil show. We're going to have elephants come in, right? Just big golden painted elephants. And they're going to have landing pads on their back. And a helicopter's going to come. Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> Everything just gets written into a Cirque du Soleil show. It's not unlike the sketch that Key and Peele did for Gremlins 2. <laughs> goes around the table. <laughs> it goes around the table. It's like, uh, a gremlin that's just electricity? Yes, in the movie. <laughs> A uh, gremlin that's a lady gremlin with boobies and big lips with lipstick. All in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Because he basically he... looks like the black guy from Mannequin. Yeah. Wait, wasn't that the point, though? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It's just it's such a great scene. I never got into P- Key and Peel until I could stream it. I never, like, watched it when it was live. Anybody? Uh, I don't think I did either. I, everything I've ever watched. Hence always, why there was never, like, been on demand. <laughs> Key and Peel Volume Eight because everyone was like, "Oh, I love Key and Peel, just not when it was on television." Well, yeah, that's it's like the Big Lebowski. It's like nobody saw this in theaters, but everybody loves it now. Yeah, that's very true. That movie made like four million dollars. Yeah, on its theatrical release, and I think it's made like I don't know how many hundreds of millions in syndication and, and DVD, and DVD sales, sales and, and Blu-rays, and they have that Sir Lebowski Fest. Yeah. That'd be fun one to go to. Somebody wrote an entire book about how about the uh, how the dude abides is a is a Buddhist uh, uh, something or other. I can't remember the name. Somebody wrote like a whole religious philosophy book about the Big Lebowski. Really? Yeah. How how deep could it really get? It's just a bunch of Buddhists. It's, it's deep. They talk. Jeff uh, Bridges talks about it in an interview. He's like, it's crazy. Superfan Burke knows Buddhism. They they went to the temple. The whole temple in Hawaii. He finally broke his silence. Got him to do it with Buddhism, Balfies. <laughs> Val <laughs> silence my ass. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm back. Framered it. Uh, which reminds me, you did see the Always Sunny where they did the, we talked yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah. That's what you have. They, they redid an entire Seinfeld scene. I love dressed it. Dressed as the characters. Yeah, it's I wonderful. loved it because Mac and Dennis were both Jerry. <laughs> Danny DeVito was George, obviously. <laughs> D was Elaine. Charlie was Kramer. Kramer. And Mac and Dennis 
were identical Jerry's. Same clothes, same hair, and they were both Jerry. (laughs) That was, he's like, apart from that being a great little segment where they just did a Seinfeld moment, because like as soon as they did that episode where it's a, it's a, it's a flashback episode where they basically play highlights from previous seasons, yeah. which is what Seinfeld did near the end. Yeah. They did that. And then they also parodied Seinfeld. Yeah. We got some great show. high school football on here. You don't do a sports segment. We never did the uh, Georgia corner. No, with we the laugh man. Well, you know, I'm, I'd, I'd be afraid that you'd get going and we would just <laughs> never get out of it. <laughs> I have some, Self-control. I don't think you do. Did I do a... I didn't do a video. I haven't done a video in weeks. I don't know. I unfollowed. Oh. <laughs> he even asked me for one, but it was Saturday and I had that stupid party where I had to wear this... I dressed up as a pirate. There's my outfits over there. I knew about the pirate. Who do they play on Saturday? This Saturday coming yeah. up? No. They, uh, did they not play this past Yeah, they Saturday? do. They do. They played Florida. It was a big game. Did they win? Yeah, by a lot. Okay. A lot on. to a little. So they've only had one loss so far. Yeah. To and then, no, we have one LSU, his team, the producer's team. They lost to LSU. Oh, uh, it wasn't just losing. <laughs> <laughs> Credit where credit's due. It was a mauling. Kentucky coming up. Yeah, top 10. See, I'm Kentucky not even into in the it. top 10. I'm not even into it, and I know that. Yeah. That's, yeah. Well, I mean, I won't hey. be watching. Well, Cole Cuts is really doing his work tonight. <laughs> he's the original producer. He's just, he's just marking his territory. <laughs> No, we got Kentucky, and the winner goes to the SEC, ti- SEC title game. Really? <laughs> so, but that doesn't necessarily mean anything to me because while that's cool to know we would be in the SEC title game, we still have to play Auburn, and we have to win that one. Right. And then we have to beat Tech, and then the SEC title game would actually mean something because if you win this week and you lose either of the next two, it's just like yay. We get to go play the greatest assemblage of talent in the history of college football on non-television again. But you lose. wouldn't. You couldn't potentially end up. So I don't understand if if they beat Kentucky, they go to the SEC title game. Title game. Yes. Not the SEC championship. That is the SEC championship. Okay. All right. Sorry. <laughs> I, I I don't follow nor am I interested. <laughs> But I am curious to know why would it matter whether they won or lost with the next two after that? Because while it's cool to play for the SEC championship, Mm -hmm. it's cooler to play for national championships like we did last year. So you could potentially go to the SEC championship. It wouldn't even matter if we won. And if you won, you still wouldn't go to nationals. Some things, there are very hypothetical situations that could happen, but that won't. This is just one of a the many lo- reasons. A two-lost SEC champion stands a chance, mm. but they're probably not going to get in unless several other teams. Well, this is one of the many reasons I just kind of turn into Junior Soprano at the end of the season, <laughs> at the end of the series when sports comes up. I just kind of... Well, I offer to kinda, do sports from around the world. Over. Like so stuff you would see on ESPN The Ocho. Yeah, I'm down well, to no, do I some. said if we can talk about like human head soccer... <laughs> And like the you know deep jungles of Africa. Well, what about a real cover? A real. And why is it always Africa? Why can't it be South America? I think if there's any human head soccer happening, it's probably in some dark, dark corner of Peru. That's true. It's probably in South America. Right. They they mark it as a chicken fight, but when you get there, it's just a headless, or actually, it's just the head, a bodiless. Yeah. <laughs> and with that, uh, you mentioned something before with. Uh, Somebody always 
chiming in on Facebook about your bad day. Yeah, it's <clears throat> nice segue. Speaking of Africa, <laughs> <laughs> I was just making the point. I was talking to you the other day, and there's these people. Yeah, it's fine. Where you you get on Facebook, and it doesn't matter. Like, I'm not saying that I do this. I'm just seeing it being done. Where someone gets, a, I had a tough day. Or not like the pray for me type thing, but just like say there's been, about me today. Some, yeah, that kind of thing. Kind of like that where like someone something bad happens in the world and they're like, man, prayers are such a tough day for those in Pittsburgh. Like we've recently discussed. And somebody. What happened in Pittsburgh? Oh, uh, well, you know, we don't need to get into that. <laughs> anyway, somebody, you know, say. Another one of those liberal mobs. <clears throat> yeah, well, it was liberal mobs. violence. Yeah. Angry uh, liberals keep killing people. You're killing me. You're killing me, Smalls. I'm losing it. What was I even talking about? You're talking about Facebook something. We're getting a, um, we're getting a, we're getting a thumb and a finger. Well, we have one, two requests, actually. A little quiet from the warden. We're not even being that loud. Well, this was, I actually got it like 10 minutes ago, so it could have been during the fit. Of well, them. and what's her true definition of loud anyway? <laughs> Good point. <laughs> Quick pause. We'll be right back. WXC. I'm just saying, no matter how, whatever the event is, someone says, hey, you know, what a terrible day in Pittsburgh. Or sometimes it's more personal. I've seen that, that mm. sometimes it's like, like... I'm just having the shittiest day right now. Yeah, drop my... Got fired. <laughs> this bitch lost her job today. <laughs> but like, this guy, who needs not be named, always comes over the top of it with like, yeah, but at least you weren't in Fallujah in 2007. <laughs> that was a bad day. <laughs> and you're just like, yes. Yeah. There's no discounting that. There's yeah. that. There's nowhere to go with that. <laughs> also, a little irrelevant. Yeah, like yeah. just not. Like, Thanks, motherfucker. <laughs> I, I happened to work at a machine shop, and I got my arm severed in a machine today. At least you knew bullets were gonna be coming at you. I just went to work like it was any other day, and now I'm down to just three limbs. Yeah. <laughs> it just gets. It's, it's like, what are you? What are you trying to? Like, what is it you're trying to do there? Yeah. Like, your day wasn't as bad as just, it wasn't back in 67 at Hill Case on, number 364. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that just, was a pretty bad day. It's just a butthole's version of, don't forget about me today. <laughs> it's like the most asshole version. Yeah. It's like the, the inverse of this bitch. This yeah. dude. Yeah, well, I was fighting for your freedom <laughs> in Fallujah. <laughs> and I broke a pinky toe. <laughs> Uh, we don't need to do that. No, we'll rouse up all the, yeah. all the, the feels. We um we took the girls have been to Six Flags more, more times than I can count. I wanted to ask if you had more of the brown liquor. More of the you like to you got something going on with your life? You're no, trying to stuff it down with the brown. No, I just want some. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Anyways, we've taken the girls to Six Flags. Probably they've. <laughs> They've been to Six Flags or Whitewater more times this year than I've probably ever been in my entire life. Like, we're really getting our money's worth with those season passes. And I had a... Uh, if I wanted to get some waterborne illness, I'd just uh, cut my nipples and swim across the Yellow River. I don't need to go do it for money <laughs> at Whitewater. Whitewater, everybody shit, Everybody I know shit talks it, and it, I still think it's fun as shit. I mean, of course and it Adelaide is, but at the same it. time, like, gross. I'm sorry, just gross. Like... It's There's just, nothing not fun about a water slide. If I could own yeah. my water park, yeah. there wouldn't be much else I would do. I might even put one of those domed covers on it yeah. in the wintertime. Keep that thing in a nice, solid 77 degrees. Now you're home. really trapping germs. <laughs> but they're mine. <laughs> yeah. 
It's like no, Cartman when Cartman buys all the white water is is a bigger version of a public swimming pool. I don't go to public swimming pools. When you go swim in your neighborhood pool and there's an elderly woman doing laps, you're exposed to her butthole, <laughs> just like you are to all the buttholes no. in the wave pool at Whitewater. I'll take. I'll play the numbers game there. I'll swim with the elderly, apparently butt seeping woman. <laughs> then well, before. No, there's that famous comedian who has a joke about how he, he doesn't do public swimming pools, not for the reason you think. It's just he can't get out of his mind that the water is touching everyone's butthole. <laughs> We've done this before. <laughs> and I agree that it gets back to the same thing I said about this uh, hot tub at the very nice club I, I go to. Well, at that temperature, it's killing everything. They say that. I still don't want to see it. You're I in just, butthole soup at that point. The other thing about seeing some of these old timers naked, it's just a, just a very distinct reminder. Of what's to come. What's coming? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I mind it. my balls getting longer. You'll find that. I think for you, it's more of the entertainment factor. You'll find things to like get. You'll, Kristen will be hating those long dangly balls because you'll find ways to insert them. Like <laughs> she'll come home from work. I'll figure out how to throw them. <laughs> like a shitty game of tag. You, you would put, you would loop your car her car keys around them. <laughs> I, mean, I found your keys. Just have them swinging from your racks. I, I like the idea of like just like hiding behind a corner and just doing like a quick slap. <laughs> it's like you don't see anything coming, and all of a sudden, just stretchy balls, and then they're back. <laughs> yeah, right. you're gonna be doing. Oh, I'm getting texts from Brian from the from the show. Oh, really? We're getting live feed in, feed in here from the Keith Urban show. Well, he probably thinks that we've been shitting on Keith Urban for the last hour when we really didn't even. Touch I don't him. really have anything to say about him. He's hyper successful. We're we talking did. about him. He's winning. We did talk about Nicole Kidman. Yeah, they are married. There's yeah. the, there's the full tie into that connection there. Now, but I had a thought when we were at Six Flags. It's not really relevant now, but I remember when I was a kid and I would go to Six Flags, you would inevitably see a small group of goth kids. Right. Like I, I like I remember vividly seeing like a cluster of like six or seven of them, all black, baggy clothes, lots of chain jewelry, face makeup. Like, you know, they just left the Marilyn Manson music video set. Yeah. And now they're here. Yeah. And I just and I've thought about this present day, too, when you see people sort of donning their uniform to go to Six Flags. And I just I saw some sort of like I'll say like half ass goth kids this past time we were there. And I was just like, I just love the notion of like, like just hardcore, all out living it everyday goth kids that are going to go to Six Flags and show the world just how brooding and tortured they are. But they're also here At to experience yeah. pure <laughs> joy and eat cotton candy. <laughs> like, I'm dark and twisted and I have really insane thoughts and I also get a really big smile on my face when I ride Goliath. <laughs> It's like the scream machine to this day. <laughs> and I love cotton candy and popcorn. I'm here to have a good time, but I'm also here to make sure everyone knows <laughs> that I am a force to be reckoned with. I, I think we've already discussed this. It's worth noting again. I, I don't give a shit about the goth kids. If that's what they want to do, mm. that's fine. I am more concerned with the kids that get in line and just make out for the entirety of the snake line. Oh, yeah. And the heavy pet. And, they was, and the problem isn't that they're doing it. It's yeah. just that I'm still jealous of when I was a kid. Yeah, and you and didn't have And I was like, it. didn't have that. We talked about this on the last venture because we were there with my sister-in-law. She said the same thing. She talked about how when she was a kid and she'd see, like, 
boys and girls holding hands or making out or hugging in lines. Like one day I'll be old enough to have a boyfriend that'll that'll grope me at Six Flags. Well, that, well then you get older and you're not a fucking animal. And you're like, bitch, like get off me. We're just in line at Six Flags. <laughs> but Jesus. when Chris, Kristen and I did just the two of us date night not too long ago during Fright Fest, and I saw these kids, <laughs> I saw these kids that were there that were wearing the the boy. He almost put him at 15. He was wearing fox ears and he had a fox tail. Yeah. And his very chubby girlfriend also had animal ears and some kind of animal tail. Yeah. And they were doing, he was doing that classic, like, I'm unsure of myself hold, like where he's just standing behind her and he's got his arms kind of bowed so they don't really touch her body, but his hands are on her hips and he's, he's just kind of standing there and he's just kind of like, gently holding part of his girlfriend. It's like, oh, you poor bad. And, and you could see on her face, she's like, she's not into this like constant clingy affection. And he's just like, oh, please don't dump me. <laughs> <laughs> you could just see it clear as day. Oh. And so for a while, just to make Kristen laugh, as we were walking from ride to ride, I walked with my hand in her back butt pocket. Nice. It's like, it's like, <laughs> said, if you go to Six Flags, and don't see any teenage public displays of affection. Did you even go? No. <laughs> no, we've had uh, we've talked about my Six Flags experiences enough. I think we have. But, well, didn't we talk about? I tried to get a shandy on the on the monster ride through the haunted house. I don't remember this. Yeah. If we talk, if we talked about it, it's not really much more to it. I tried to get a shandy in the haunted uh, <laughs> Six Flags house and ended up just getting a blowjob. <laughs> Wish. It's not what I wanted. No. Oh, sometimes an old an old fashioned, you know. Sometimes an old fashioned is right where it's at. <laughs> I got hit on at Six Flags by a gang of heavy set. I'll put them at seventeen or eighteen year old black girls. Mm. They whistled and cat called at me. I was fifteen and fat and unsure of myself, and they made me feel like a piece of meat. Mm-hmm. In and the right way. That was a boost. Shut up. That was a boost here. It wasn't. And it's not a racial thing. They were not attractive. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I remember as it was happening thinking, fuck, if this is the best I can do, I'm gonna have to consider dudes. Because <laughs> it wasn't long after that that <clears throat> this girl that had a locker near mine, and I won't say her name, we'll just say she was Shrekish in yeah. terms of her features. She was a heavy set gal. Fiona. Uh, yeah, not not the most attractive. She had tight, curly hair. Nothing bothers me more than tight, curly hair. Like, picture, like, Andy McDowell from Michael. Just, like, tight, frizzy, curly hair. Good it, movie, except for Andy McDowell. I know. that. But anyways, I remember her friend came up to me when, in high school to tell me she had a crush on me, and she wanted to know what I thought about it. And I was just like, cool, I guess. I'm good, though. And that was, like, on the heels of getting hit on by, like, 19... Heavy set black girls at Six Flags, and I was like, "Fuck! If this is as good as it gets for me, I don't know who the fuck I'm gonna end up with." Yeah. I worked out. <clears throat> a lot of my Six Flags stories revolved around like the, the bathroom because I get a lot of. It seems like every time I wrote a. Uh, well, you shouldn't put your dick in the hole. No, I'm not saying it like that. <laughs> Just saying, like, you're, when I was a kid, you know, and you're someone else is out of the stall, you spend like 85. percent I bet 85 percent of the time. As a as a youth to kid, when I was in bathroom stalls, was waiting for the other person to leave. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you, you, you held shit. in, yeah. Like you just kind of had the turd, but mm. you didn't want. Like nowadays, I just let it loose, and yeah. I even like I'll make a show of it. Yeah, because you have to break the, you have to break that 
it's funny. My my rear end has figured out like to just be carefree, <laughs> but my front end is still like, oh, somebody's behind us. <laughs> Let's wait till they leave. Well, I'm just telling you it's the truth. Like there was a time, I mean, not even sometime, not even too long ago, where it's just like, man, just get out of here because because it's like you know yourself, mm. and you're like, this one is last night's like drank too much gonna be just the best is when somebody else comes into the stall and they sit down and you just just hear them just let (laughs) loose you're like oh it's on All right, cool well if he's gonna do that then I can do that Uh, and that's very much how I am now no no I'm stopping it I'm stopping this I see what you've done it's just as much my fault I don't want to do it. No, but what's funny as a 31 year old man, I still get that occasional, like I've got to pee really bad. I'll go to pee. I'm ready to pee. And then somebody will come in right behind me and they'll get a little too close. Like, cause it's their turn next. And my dick just goes, I'm good. <laughs> Fuck. And then you have a moment where you go, do I fake it? Or do I just outweigh this guy? Oh, behind dude, me? you fake it. You can't just like walk up. Yeah, and then run away, <laughs> just running away into the you're night. A, you're in a way like a like you're in a way like Marty Feldman from Young Frankenstein. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, you have to make a show. You even give it the waggle. I've done yeah. the waggle. You spit. Yeah, you got to spit in the urinal at least once. But it's inevitable. Like even as an adult, I'm like, oh, fuck! Why'd you have to come in here? Now I've lost my concentration and I can't go. Yeah. If I had to shit right now, I'd blow the waterworks out. But <laughs> This is just plain old pee. Yeah, my, I never, I always had like the bathroom experience at Six Flags where you walk in. And I never caught like the just been cleaned. I caught like Someone everybody's. Just puked in here. Yeah, like it, it was just always grimy and yeah. gross. The only good time I ever had at Six Flags was when we got in early. And there was only my, my dad's company yeah. was allowed in for like the first hour. Yeah. So we just rode the Superman ride. They, the guy, would, we, it would stop. Mm-hmm. We're the only ones on it in the very front row. Mm-hmm. And he'd be like, you want to go again? And we like, hit the button. And off we would go. I couldn't do that on the Superman because I get uncomfortable in that one. When it tilts you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and like, because you inevitably it comes to a stop and there's another batch of people in the other train in front of you. So you have to wait on them to offload and onload. Yeah. So you're just hanging there and your dick and balls are just mashed into that thing. <laughs> and you're in a very awkward position. You're, you're basically in a chair that has been face down. So you're still in a seat. If, but If poop comes up anywhere in this story... I'm going to know that it was contrived and you meant to do it. And, and, and <laughs> when I'm inverted in such a way. It turns out when I was on the Superman, I figured out if I can watch a turd come out of a butthole, I really like it. It's because of the seat in front of me. You're basically looking at the ass of the seat in front of you, you know. Oh, man. It's the same with the Scorcher. In fact, Kristen and I rode the Scorcher when it was our date night a couple weeks ago. And the dude checking the shoulder harnesses did that thing where he's like oh you need one more click bro and he just pushes it in and you're like all of a sudden I can't take a deep breath because this thing is mashing my body into this thing and I literally like when I would go to breathe in I could feel my back and chest like stop <laughs> like my back would reach the end and my chest would reach the end I'm like yeah that's not a full deep breath I can't take a deep breath because this that fat asshole just mashed me into this ride and like everybody good every day have a six flags day and then there you go and it's like, <laughs> and like I just want this to be over because I can't take a deep breath speaking of which of nights out how was your um, highway rest station night out with the guys <laughs> I just went to it. It's funny. 
I, it did sound like a night out with better clothing well, at the highway rest well, area. Well, yeah, a buddy of mine that I'm friends with that works at H. Stockton invited me to a, a party they were hosting at his store in Midtown. And what was funny is pretty much the only people there were employees <clears throat> and me. And this the the girlfriend or spouse of one of them was like, so do you work here? I'm like, no, just, just kind of look like I do. <laughs> And she said, oh, that's interesting. I said, well, it's kind of like when I used to be really close friends with a lot of tattooers and people would mistake me for one. Like for years, I'd be hanging out at Southern Star or wherever. And some like random teenager would walk in like, hey, so I want to get a star on my wrist and I have an idea. And he'd just like go right into it with me. And I'm like, I'm like, I don't work here. But it never be like, all right, yeah, cool. Well, let me uh, let me grab somebody who works here and they can help you out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you missed such an opportunity there, by the way. <laughs> well, I used to fuck with people. Well, because when people would come into the car shop mm-hmm. and I'd be at the front desk. They'd be like, hey, good morning. How are you? What can I help you with? And they, the people that don't know cars, it's true of a lot, most people, it's making a noise. And be like, well, what, what does it sound like? Yeah. It's like a, it'll, and I was like, this happens while it's running? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, do it one more time. He's like, it'll ju-ju-ju, and then it'll squeal. And he'd be like, what does that sound like? I don't know, man. I just cleaned the floors here. Hang on one second. Tom. I don't know, man. I just cleaned the floors here. Let me get you a real mechanic. That is what I would do at the tattoo shops when that would happen. And as a matter of fact, one time I just ran with it. I was at Suit Supply in Buckhead returning something, and I was dressed particularly sharp that day. And this dude comes in and he just start. he like walks right up to me. He's like, all right, hey man, I need to, I need to know how the pants run here. Cause I want to do a suit. Usually when I buy suits, I have to buy separates because my jacket size is a, is a, like a 44, but I usually have to go up to like a 42 in pants cause I need a long rise. And it's like, all right, yeah, well, you know, the, the pants tend to, you know, kind of have a bit of a shorter rise here. I could probably help you. And I just went through the whole store with him and helped him pick shit out. He's like, hey, thanks, man. You've been a really huge help. What was your name again? And I said, I'm Brent. He's like, all right, thanks. Uh, so do I check out over here? He's like, uh, yeah, I guess check out over there, man. I, I don't work here. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, huh? Like, you can just say like this. I was like, I, I mean, I know the shit they sell because I've shopped here before, but uh, I, don't, I don't work here. What if he had just said, I don't even want this anymore? <laughs> that would have been funny, too. I don't need this. You're a liar, sir. But what I told this girlfriend or fiance or spouse last night, when she started asking me about what it was like working there. It's like, you know, I used to say this when I hung around at tattoo shops. It's I'm kind of like uh, Robert De Niro and Goodfellas. I'm half Irish. <laughs> so, like, while I may hang out with the mob, I can never be in the mob. You're never going to be a member. So, like, you know, in the tattoo shops, I'm sleeved. I've got hand tattoos. People walk in. They see me sitting there. They think I work there. You walked in here tonight. I'm dressed just like every employee of this company. You think I work here. I don't. I said, I'm, I'm, I'm half Irish. That's, it's just, that's all there is. You to probably it. are. Or Scottish. Yeah. Probably, probably Irish. Probably Welsh. Probably just a German English mutt. Mm. I think there's definitely some German when you consider the body hair patterns. <laughs> well, I don't think, I'm not going to ask. We'll just leave that one to, to the listener. Just um, a, there's just a lot going on. I think now. we need to, in the future, we should, we should like discuss leading up what movie we're going to watch. Need to have an idea of it. I think I used to like kind of the the haphazardness. Yeah, but I think you don't feel like good... we did Mars Attacks any justice. <laughs> I don't with even think that, with all that Chuck Berry shitting on the table talk, <laughs> that was relevant to the movie in some way or another. I wonder if there was ever a Back to the Future porno parody. Let's stay on the Andy Griffith porno parody. We still have to make it. Just wondering. 
I, I, because I, that, I mean, <sighs> well, if we did that, then we could still keep Riley Reed. She could take the, uh, she could take the role of, um, Michael J. Fox's girlfriend. Yeah. Or his mother. Elizabeth Shue. She's his girlfriend in the second one, isn't she? Yeah, the second one, but not the first one. Well, still. Damn, I forgot about that. <laughs> Good catch. <laughs> I just saw the blood leave your face. Where'd it go? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, Riley, um, Riley could be in that. Uh, Evan Stone could be Doc. Mm-hmm. Who do you cast as Marty McFly? I'm just glad we, at the end of the day, my mother was telling us while she was in town that we should, uh, because it was November, we should do election-related material and I was like look it gets bad enough on episodes that we talk about buttholes and penises that somehow devolve into political conversations yeah I don't think we need to bring the actual films we watch into the equation but that being said this time next pod we'll know what the next two years look like that's something yeah what's your prediction like all snark aside more of the same just more red I just think one, I'm just like, well, I get my hopes up. Just assume that it's going to go bad and hope for the best. Yeah. Prepare for the worst. Hope for the best. I'm, Which there's no preparation, by yeah. the way. That's just the old. Uh, given the given the heat around it, I'm almost I'm almost <laughs> to the point where I think we might have a black female governor. It'll, go, not it, a, it'll go to a runoff. She she won't win. An, a, well, that was what I was going to ask you. Let's say. Sh- she wins. Yeah. What are the odds that Brian Kemp goes, huh, oh, well, do you think that happens or do you think he contests it? Yeah, of course. In this, I, I, I'm assuming anytime a Republican loses from here on out, they're going to contest it. Yeah. And they'll scream the, they'll scream about Robert Mueller, which is unrelated. And they'll scream about <laughs> everything else. This is fake news. And they'll scream that there's clearly voter fraud when we know we, the every Department of Justice report ever done says that there's far infinitely more cases of voter suppression than the minuscule amount of voter fraud. It was like point zero 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 one three percent the last time the Department of Justice did a study into this, and the study was directed at the bequest of George W. Bush. It wasn't like a, yeah. a li- it wasn't Obama's Department of Justice. It was George I'm W. Well. Bush's who finally said the voter suppression is far more as far happens far more. Infinitely more than, well, than voter fraud. It, you said it on a previous episode that he, you know, it's like a secret tape recording of him being heard to say, I'm really afraid people are going to vote. <laughs> it's like, yeah, because if, if they do, if they do, they're not going to vote for you. The only, I guess what I'm saying, if there's a, if the, if the vote, I never get excited about voter turnout because I've never seen any real difference. So we'll find out if the whole, the whole huff and flub and we'll see what. You know, we've had the social media for a while, but I think in the last two years it's just heightened. So we'll, we'll see if if voter turnout is in the 45 to 50 range, which would be absolutely incredible. You're talking about like a, a 15 percent increase. Mm. I don't think that says anything good for the right. The fact if 50 if 15 percent would not have voted otherwise of this country. Right. Come out of the woodwork. And that 15 percent is what? 15 percent of 300 million. So mm. do the numbers on that. Consider yeah. he lost the popular vote by two million already, but because they've gerrymandered every state black in the face, I mean, you've seen the map. A disproportionate mm. amount of people <laughs> have more power in this country. Uh, all I I'm want, saying is I don't think it'll change. I want to represent Fulton County, but I only want to represent <laughs> this side of it because they're all me. 
as far as their shade. I don't want to represent this side of Fulton County, but I'll I'll take claim to the whole county itself. But but to not to to not to end this on a, on a, on a sad note, I'm just saying I really have just decided that whatever happens happens. I hope for balance. Yeah, because I think I just want the balance of it. I don't. I know it's gonna Senate's gonna probably stay. I'm hoping yeah. maybe the House goes. I don't think it will. And I, of course, hoping that we see not Brain Kemp. I'd like to see Brian, because in, at least Brian in Georgia, it would Kemp. be it would it want to be historical, but two, it would just also be like, all right, she's at least a stem. She can as a governor, mm. you know, all the things that she wants. It would just and one I would think, it, as much as we've seen the, the the racists in the woodwork just pour out now and yeah. just wear their flags and their swastikas and their and their. Confederate battle flags. God, I'd love if she, the if opportunity to just hawk a loogie on a modern day Nazi. Just a thick one, like 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 I just got over a sinus infection. <laughs> Colored. Yeah. Like a real bluish, greenish. Yeah. It wouldn't do anything. And that's that's kind of the thing. I had this. Well, it's like thought in my head, like, the Westboro Baptist church, you know, church van. That if you spit like, on them, winning. I, when they were having they were come, scheduled to come to noon and turned out to be not a big as deal, because of course they're not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Well, they are a big deal. I shouldn't say that, but they're just they're just little pissants. But they were going to have this big... It'd be fun to pee on them, too. Unite the Right down in Noonan. And then the whole town was like up in arms. And I was down there doing some sales. And the lady said, like, we're going out there. And we're gonna, my husband's already jacked up. And I was like, you know, go. Mm. But if you go, just point and laugh. Don't, don't instigate. Yeah. Don't spit on them. Don't go to physical violence because you're just going to play in. And you're, I promise you the police are going to be arresting you because they're the ones with the permit. So as long as they don't strike back, yeah. you're going to get arrested. I was like, if if Noonan was all, if the entire town of Noonan was going was to prove that they were not mm-hmm. like that, what I would hope would be like one big enclosure of people just <laughs> just pointing and just laughing. Some of them rolling on the ground. Look, look at these Pieces of literal shit. <laughs> like, oh my God, just die laughing at them. Because that's what kills it. You start yeah. fighting them, you start spitting on them, peeing on them sounds fun, but it, it's just going to kind of up the ante and they're not going to go anywhere and then they'll use that as a recruiting tool. I'm just embracing my inner Trump with the PP. I, <laughs> I still want to start a punk rock band called Fat Fuck Militia. Because I just think that's a great band name and a great satirical jab. I remember it was probably Vice or something like that where they like went behind the scenes to interview a, a Mississippi militia or an Alabama militia. And it's just the fattest fucks you can imagine in their camo gear doing a running gun out in the woods. It's like run. It's more like a fucking waddling gun. <laughs> what the fuck are you going to defend anyone from? You're out of breath and we're just standing here. <laughs> And it's like, when I thought of it, I was like, fat fuck militia. Like, that, that is the perfect band name to just piss somebody off. And it's a good band name. It is a good band name. I just, I, I think of more of like a, a Carpenter's cover band. <laughs> fat fuck militia. <laughs> Monday, Monday. I'm out of breath. That's the wrong song. Rainy days and Mondays. <laughs> and black people always get me down. <laughs> they just add a little subtle. <sighs> <laughs> hey Randy, you told me Budweiser. <laughs> oh boys, they ain't gonna take my air fifteen from me. <laughs> Where's my camel lights? <laughs> oh man. 
I am you a sound like You sound like the nurse from the insurance company. <laughs> That's a high step. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. I think we need to wrap this one up. We've got a producer and an intern standing outside in the cold. Hey, you know they came to the they 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 came to the show. This is the, this is what you get. I actually wanted more participation from them. I was going to give them a segment, but they they disappeared on us. And uh... well, I had a thought there. We've been lacking in bonus content for Thursdays because I'm kind of out of things that I can steal from unaired shit. Yeah. So maybe uh, when we wrap this one, we just turn the mic on and see what happens. Was <laughs> you got to give them something because they're going to freeze up both of them. <laughs> I'm telling you. What if I do it incognito? We could do an MFK. Okay. Well, what will we do an MFK for? Hmm. We could do it, make it real dicky. We could give them three dudes. <laughs> well, yeah. No, we're, women are out, especially okay. if Superfan Burke's involved, because that'll just really get under so the skin. So we could do Leo, Tom Cruise. Well, see, now you're appealing to, to non-listener Sean. <laughs> NLS. <laughs> is there a three-man group? I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. What's relevant? Uh, well, they don't know who Chuck Berry is, no. so he's out. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> I don't know. Well, we could do one of those real nasty hypotheticals. Would you rather be underneath the glass table <laughs> watching a girl shit? Or on top of the glass table <laughs> getting whistled at? <laughs> I don't know. We'll think about it, but we'll... Uh... I don't think I could shit on command, even if someone really... Pressure not, me into I it. I mean, I don't think that's a thing. I guess somebody could. Have you ever seen that that video of the Why do you, no, 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 I, I, no, I said no. <laughs> you keep doing it. No. <laughs> it's something that Brian or Banks texted No, it's not. Me. It's something you're doing, and you're still trying <laughs> to do it. No more doo-doo. <laughs> integrity here. Listen, this isn't gross, and it's not going to repulse you. I don't and, think and, it will, but I think. What it is about this video is it makes me wonder, like, who, who can do this? It's a video where Brian, or I think, let's be honest, it was probably Banks. He sent it to me and Brian. There's a dude sitting on the toilet reading, and somebody opens the door, throws him a beer, and yells, poop shotgun. He cracks the beer, stands up, and rocket launches a turd. <laughs> like, on demand. Like, he chugs a beer, stands up, and then, like, it doesn't, you know, it kind of like like a basketball. Like, the toilet seats the backboard, and then it falls into the toilet. But it's like, who... I, I just said no. Who can do I, that? Oh. Who can... Who can Is this on, where we're going? Is this where we're going? 36 through 40 are all shit themed. Oh, God. <laughs> do you want to go back to horror movies? Kind of. <laughs> kind of. Let's wrap this one up. Poop shotgun. <laughs> Title of the episode. <laughs> no. That should, that should be it. No. Dot, dot, dot. Poop. Chuck Berry ice cream cone. Oh, they're getting worse. WFUCK, thepoop.com. Nothing really grosses me out that much. I don't like sc- scatological. I love they, how bothered you get by shit. It's not that I get bothered by it. It's just like, come on, there's, there's more to. We can do better. We can do better than I don't this. disagree there. I just get a kick out of how, how repulsed you get by doo doo. All right, let's, well, you're about to get real repulsed by this. Uh, <laughs> stop it. It's just we don't need to have too many doo doo stores, is all I'm saying. I think it was 33 or 34 you let out with dude. Well, stories. you asked for it. And I was a very funny, like, the guy was pooping his hand, throwing out the bus window. And you, Leah was like, well, tell that also, story. And then also the butt fucking and the shit in the car story. Uh, okay. I am guilty of this so far. Okay. I'm just saying at some line we have to get away from the poop, mm. from the doo-doo. 
So, all right. W-F-E-C-K. We'll talk about PP next week. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait till episode 38 when we talk about periods. <laughs> Sorry. We're just preemptive sorry. <laughs> Hollow. All right, no, take us out with the... Uh, W-F-U-C-K! Bam! 97.5! Stay tuned for traffic and weather. We've got uh, we've got uh, sports coming up with... Uh, Skip and Dabber! Here's that, uh, w- that one-hit wonder from the Butthole Surfers! <laughs> <laughs> we overused the Butthole Surfers. <laughs>